In the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. The TreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects that may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. The Alaska Chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's true. And I, you know, I tried to Ooh. like uh, Thursday oh, get it started right off the gate. This caribou call brought to you by Double Shovel Cider. <laughs> First, brought to you by Caribou Call. Did you get one of the new ones? Yeah, oh, I got one of those coconut ones. Toasted coconut. Toasted coconut. I mean, it's it's not my favorite, but I don't know. I, I now I've got like a coconut palate, so I just want to keep that rolling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feeling tropical up in here. Well, coconut's Let's like a love, it's a love hate. Like you like coconut, or you're like it's disgusting. And that's what's weird. I love coconut, but I don't like that one. Mm. Yeah, like I love the coconut Lacroix. True that. And like I'm told, it's just like a white boy thing. And I'm like, well, 
Whatever. So what's the black uh, raspberry one? I just saw it at the, the store white today. girl thing? <laughs> yeah, must be. <laughs> must be. Appropriate. It's proven. Tis I. Proven. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. How was SCI? SCI was good. Um, I just went on Friday and volunteered at the uh, big game raffle. So um, plenty of people looking to drop some coin on doll sheep hunt, like a huge mm -hmm. Apex package, a Kodiak trip. Um, and so all the raffle tickets that were sold that night, uh, got auction or, um, they announced the winner the n next night. So you didn't go on Saturday. I didn't. I was, oh I man, was poor work. Chad was out there solo style. Solo dolo. Yep. Oh man. Well, a little, a little shot. I mean, I know that they had put us on the thing and we we're supposed to do a podcast out there. Um, some things fell through and, uh, we weren't able to go make it. Um, hopefully that that can be revived at some point and we can make it happen again so i'm sorry for anyone that was out there expecting us to be um, out there doing the live show um, for some reason um, not to get too deep in the weeds about it but it just didn't happen and we left chad hanging <laughs> just by himself <laughs> i was sexing him i was like man how'd it go he's like fuck man I was by myself. It was boring. He's a social <laughs> butterfly. I'm sure he oh, looks he did just good. fine. Yeah. Yeah. He was what? rubbing elbows with 70-year-old dudes. Nice. Yeah. He didn't win anything, he said. No, I did, though. I did get to meet uh, the other gentleman that drew my Kodiak tag that I'm going to be hunting oh. with. Um, that's friends of John's. I think I told you guys about that. Um, yeah. One of his hunting partners, yeah. the guy's nephew, drew the tag. So mm -hmm. we got to hang out a little bit and just chat and you know kind of make plans but not really it seems like it's just a well-oiled machine at this point like yeah. you just kind of yeah. show up and this guy's like i bring the food i cook you maybe do some dishes and uh we'll go hunt i'm like cool that sounds cool <laughs> is that are they going after you or same same time, time. oh same time mm -hmm. so he's got multiple guides that's gonna take you guys up or how's that go nope just oh, it's just a place just to stay correct ah. yeah not none not guided okay yeah so just us for myself john um, the other gentleman that usually goes out at the camp and then his nephew, the one that drew the tag. Got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, it's pretty cool. The Friday deal was the hero night, right? Mm hmm. So, uh, Ruth had mentioned that they were doing like a purple heart award, um, or something like that. Mm, yeah, there was, there were some mentions and you know, it was geared, yeah. geared towards that. Uh, mm -hmm. I kind of had my blinders on just selling raffle tickets, sure. but yeah. Um, kind of on that outskirt, mm -hmm. wearing the vest. One yeah. for you, two for me. Uh -huh. Yep. Put that in my pocket. I'm like giving you good luck vibes, and if you win, bring me with you. That's right. Remember this face. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's good? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And what about uh, that epic trip you just went on? <laughs> Just got back from Valdez. On Another one of your ass backwards adventures? It was. I went, I mean, straight from Valdez, uh, home, quick change, um, and then made it to SCI in like 30 minutes. So uh, I lucked out, met my brother at, at Sana Lodge, and um, we had the most epic bluebird, like amazing snow, gnarly terrain, um, adventures like I've probably ever had. It was that place looked awesome. It was really, really cool, and it was all just kind of luck of the draw. A gentleman had um, the week paid for, couldn't make it, and um, I was able and to just kind of. And I, and I could. I, I made it Slip so. Right in there. That's I the made best it so. Kind. Yeah. yeah. 
So it was really, really great. And then just kind of getting back to reality, you know, later this week and showing back up to work. And it was just like, God, did that week just happen? Like, it was it was amazing. Back to saving lives. Yeah, very, very grateful. I know you, like, sent me a message. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, a, like one message, she's like, up in the mountains. The next one, she's just, like, dirty in the fire truck. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, I still have a job. And it, I was reminded that day because we had yep. a nice little fire and I got put to work, so. Oh man! Yeah, one extreme Snap to the other. Out of it. Yep. Yeah, it was funny. We were talking about that before the show. How this like role you've been on, you know, mm. over this year. I guess if if that yeah year, and y- then yeah. how these like circumstances and things keep kind of just like falling into place for you. Good and things happen to good people. Well, That's good things bad. happen to good people, and good things happen to those that like put themselves out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you want to adventure, you make it vocal, yeah. and. When the when the call comes in, you're like, yep. yes, yeah, yep. you say yes. I do, and yeah. that's yeah. like, well, it's fun when you say yes without thinking about it first. I say, say yes, and like, oh shit, I gotta get coverage. It's so fun. Yeah, I was talking to, to rent out my fucking duplex. Yep, a girl about about this on the phone today, and I was just like, I just say yes to things, and then figure out the. Afterwards. Yeah, I do. I say yes, and then I'm like, oh, I can't. Yeah, wait, shut it. Forgot. <laughs> I got kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm so, want to always be quick to say yes to everything. Yeah. My wife is quickly reminding me, don't do that. <laughs> Look at the calendar. Check the calendar Check first. Check the calendar, yeah. fool. I'm like, oh. I, know I we checked got- my calendar. I got my paper one right here, and it's like work, work, and Costa Rica, and, and off, and Maybe bear hunt, ski and trip. fishing, and <laughs> so my calendar looks Man, like. Man, the work family calendar. You got a calendar, Paul? On the fridge there? Uh, I use my phone. Okay, but yeah, not one at home tech. that's no. like, oh, I got something on, the well, wife's got something. No, my, my wife's got, like, we share the calendar, so I just put my shit on the calendar, and then she just looks at it, basically. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> otherwise, maybe it's Where's Paul this week? <laughs> otherwise, it would be impossible to keep track of me most of the time, or her, for that matter. So, um, But she's more interested in keeping track of me, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, she's busy out there <laughs> with the, um, the Versa stuff. Yeah, now things are going well. They're, you know, they got new launch stuff coming and samples and manufacturers. And yeah, it's got potential to turn into something really good. I'm excited for. Yeah, I met um, met her at the Jamboree. Yeah, Jewel Lake Jamboree. Jewel Lake Jamboree. And I think they're scheduled to come in, aren't they? Yeah, I rescheduled them because you guys are going to be in Hawaii. Oh, and no. she forgot. And so, yeah, oh, so, yep. so she didn't check her own she calendar. Didn't check the she calendar. Didn't. <laughs> she's like, oh my god. She was going to be on the next week, but I think it's correct. Several weeks out yeah. now. Right? You are. We got it figured out. Yep, she's rescheduled. She didn't check that calendar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. always tell you her. You were like, how about that Hawaii trip? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going to be? I'm like, did you check the calendar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aaron and Cheney, they're good stuff. I I, I give them bad props because they're willing to get out there. Yeah. You know, to go to events, you know, uh, it's like, I kind of look at it when you're, when you're willing to invest the time and sacrifice to get out to, to events, it's like a band that goes to the bar that night and like five people might watch. Yeah. Or there might be 300 people there. Like you never, you never know. And it's worth being there just in case, um, as you know, some events, the, vibe and the timing of people being available will show up and then some events people don't like the uh tag release night we had out there in palmer uh aaron and cheney were there that night for um lulz deal for wrangle gear and he wasn't expecting it but three times as many people showed up as what he thought 
that was pretty great. We were kind of scrambling, trying to help them put it together. We're like, oh, dude, I didn't realize we needed help. And uh, But it ended up being a fun event. You would yeah. have thought it was more organized than it was. But, yeah, that was cool, man. They they showed up. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the pants are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, I, you wear them, right? I wear them all. The, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I had one pair that I pretty much wore out. So yeah. now I have two pairs. Because they're unisex. I know the gal that started you, to come. You know the gal. You know you know where to find them. But yeah, I mean, I, I especially like wintertime fishing and riding and stuff, I always have a hard time keeping my legs warm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And as soon as I started wearing those pants, like it, it was a noticeable difference. Like usually I can't tell my legs are cold until – like the rest of me starts getting chilled the and, then, and then I'm starts cold. Feeling like there's it. Yeah. nothing you can yeah, do. Yeah, there's no going back. It's like hours to warm my legs up, but yeah, they work. And I mean, all my fishing buddies wear them, riding buddies wear them. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, they they're awesome. Yeah, they've they're really onto something. So perfect, like mid layer, base layer. Be, yeah, be under a shell. Yep, probably good. Like a little bit less than like a hev- like a down pant. Like yeah. I have some down that I wear like under my waders and stuff, but like sometimes those are too hot. Yeah. And you oh, need yeah. something like in between. Like yeah. I'm going fishing tomorrow and like those would probably be perfect. Is that what you guys do when you waiter when you're fishing in the winter? You do like a base layer and a puffy under I your do. On, inside your waders? Yeah. So I it it depends. If it's like twenty degrees or less, I'll mm. wear like a set of longies. Okay. The Versa pants. Yep. And then my down Kuyu pants over the top. Mm-hmm. So you so. still call them long johns like the rest of us old yeah. guys? Yeah. They're longies, man. <laughs> long underwear. Long johns, you bet. The long um, johns. If, what else are you if supposed to call them, man? If it's warmer, like above freezing, I'll just mm-hmm. wear the Versa pants. And sometimes that's it. Just my rain shell. Yeah. 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 So, But th- those Kuyu down pants are legit. Are those the ones yeah. that uh, zip? All the way up and yeah. down on the sides. Yeah, yeah. I have those same ones too. Yeah. They're pr- they're pretty sweet. I've got the jacket and the pants and is that the super super cool. down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those are nice. I don't have yeah. those puffies. I do have the jacket. Um, when I first bought puffies, they didn't. No one really had puffies. Pants. Yeah, yeah. Like it's That's, pretty it's like new. A relatively new thing. Like I only like. I, I bought like black diamond ones, but they're like synthetic. It was the only ones I could find. Like no yeah. one even had created the shit the full zip is like where you gotta go to because like if you're wearing especially if you're wearing waders you're not gonna take off your boots and your waders like when you get too hot in the afternoon because you know you're gonna yeah you can just unzip them and yank them right out yeah and same same is true for for hunting you know like if you've got your boots gaiters and another layer on top you know then you can just shed those like quick without having to take everything off for me i can like lay them out and hop in them instead of fighting to put i i I don't know if you guys ever tried putting pants on while you're sitting down it's it is a shitty deal (laughs) it's it's not i challenge you to do it tomorrow i I, I want to say like i had some pretty brutal like lower back pain where i couldn't stand and so i had to try and get stuff on yeah like really just uh you know froze up yeah yeah yeah. you know l5 or whatever going on with <laughs> the old l5 it's flaring up i was like shut the Fair fuck up, up. Talk, talking to me about back pain right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. never oh, heard of her <laughs> I, I got a pair of sweet patagonia puffy pants that were designed for uh fly fishing like they were yeah like once designed. i bought mine then you got yours and i was like oh those are the, the style i needed yeah, but they sucked for mountain hunting because then I had to like strip my boots off to take them. Oh, because they weren't full zip. They didn't have zips. Yeah, yeah. But they were for wearing. I'm, for like, fishing. I'm assuming like a like a like longies. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And then those, and then <laughs> I think you, you throw your Sims that? on and you're Shorties. Like, good to go. Shorties? That's the one Chad's <laughs> wear that are like the Capris. No, but those are pretty nice too. But I don't have any of my own. The Capri joints? And I can see how those can you know, be a value. I have to. Have, have you a, seen the underwear puffies? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> who, wants, who, who, needs anything, who needs anything hotter down there already? <laughs> you don't even need to wear underwear. You just wear those. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine go. double down in there? Oh, man. Oh, just some, <laughs> just, just oh. some sweaty, sweaty balls going on. Uh, uh, full sweat off. That'd be funny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so where is fishing next for you, speaking of? Um, well, I... When I I probably won't fish. Uh, I was gonna try to get down on the Kenai, but I'm leaving on Thursday, so that's not gonna happen, and it'll be closed. So the opener, the trout opener, will probably be the next time I, I fish. Yeah, and this year it's not on a Friday, so I'll probably go. Yeah, we talked about oh, yeah. that last yeah, year because I was maybe like, gonna hey, go with going? you. But yeah, I'm like. Uh-huh. Friday night, Kenai trout opener. There's going to be a million people there. And yeah. No. Fishing was shitty. So, <laughs> yeah, when they're, you know, you get a thousand boats ripping up and down the fish are there, but they're not going to. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. You ever consider like the, the steelies, the spring steely stuff? Yeah. I mean, they're, I'll, I'll probably hit the Kasilov okay. when I get back um, okay, in cool. May. Usually there's, you know, you get the, the, winter overs that are spawned and are backing out and you might even catch an odd king here or there so oh so we usually go down and and mess around with that a little bit it'll just depend on timing like aaron and i are going to hawaii um second week of second week of may third mm. week of may yes you are <laughs> i'm actually going to california on thursday for some rc car eight scale racing so well we're gonna get into that and then vegas vegas the week after so yeah i'm busy what's in vegas more RC car races. So funny. And strippers. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, well, uh, I meant the You race the cars around church. the strippers. I, I, yeah. I meant the strip. Right. Yeah, the strip. Strip. No, man, I don't, ah. I don't mess with that stuff anymore. <laughs> be cool, be cool, yeah. be cool. Yeah. All right, show's over. <laughs> so you, you travel quite a bit, huh? I, I do. I don't travel near as much as I used to, mm-hmm. um, but that was before I had any reason to stay at home. Yeah. You know, now I've got, you know, a wife and two fur babies and a yeah well another a, a real one on the way so yeah that's right congratulations Yay. yeah we try to give her some cider and she's like ah, can't do can't. no one yeah. really knows yet yeah we just met her she's like yeah nobody knows what it might be having me yeah like yeah what? yeah she's yeah, pretty baby, uh, pretty wild so yeah congrats that's dude. so that's exciting yeah. are you guys do you know sex yet we do we're having a <laughs> Are you allowed to know the sex of your child these days? Uh, yeah, are you allowed to say <laughs> I mean, it? Yeah. What, 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 is Aaron, is Aaron okay with this? I don't want to get right, a bunch yeah, of hate is, mail. Is Aaron okay with this right now? <laughs> you know, I, How dare I, you have a we, boy or a girl? I mean, we've, we've kind of, you know, it's not a secret. Okay. I mean, we haven't done any, you know, social media posts or anything about it. I figured it won't be a secret after maybe this. Maybe the next, you know, sonogram or whatever yeah. the heck you call those things we we do some sort of post but no we you know the family knows and anybody that friends wise we're yeah we're having a boy yeah. oh, nice. there we go you rattling off names yet uh, i'm going i don't know yet I, I i was tasked to name both of our dogs oh, oh pretty gosh. much nailed it yeah, we've what, got, what are we've those? got so we've she's got like willie 
Willie, because I, I own a Willie Drift boat. Okay. okay. We've got Cooper because Cooper Landing's one of our favorite places. Yeah. Yeah. So, Perfect. So now I have to name a small human, which is proving to be considerably more difficult. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. You'll crush we'll it. See. Yeah. We've got, mm. there's a lot of. PJ, you know, man, of, Paul Jr. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, probably not. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've got uh, some pretty some pretty great family friends and grandparents, and I, we'll figure something out. I'm yeah, sure. you got so, a bunch of like OG homies with cool names too, great right? Names, yeah, lots. Holy lots smokes! Of, You'll figure so. it out. I have no. It'll doubt. just it like you'll wake up cool. one night or just whoa, yeah, that'll be there. I've, I've, I've. You guys ever watched the show Justified back in the day? Justified? No, I don't Mm-mm. think so. What? Uh-uh. Oh my god! Put that at the top of your list. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, the, I, yeah, the uh, the main characters in that's name's Raylan. Okay, I always, I always thought that was kind of a cool. Raylan. Name, it's so funny now that like can... you're at this stage, like, oh, that's cool, and you're like, mental note. No, I've been thinking about that one for a long time, but I, oh, I don't know cool. if I could name him after a TV show. Yeah. I mean, it's how to get your name? Well, your dad's an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you seen oh, Justified? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with, yeah. With, uh, with this <laughs> guy here, Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I remember it. It was, uh, he's a U.S. Marshal and it's an HBO though. What? Uh, no, it was FX. FX. Yeah. Okay. So, but it, it's quality, quality show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't, even if you have seen it, watch it again. It's well worth Justified. it. Justified. Okay. 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 They, they probably would not get away with making that show today. What is the lead so character's name? Raylan Givens. Raylan? Raylan. Man, know, choosing man, right? names, man, is tough. Cool man. Raylan's I'm pretty just, dope. A Raylan's a badass name. I feel like put it on the list. I could Put it see on you the cruising list. in your truck. He's like, with Rose, your boy it's on Raylan. the list. <laughs> He's <laughs> rowing while you're fishing. Yeah. How long is the list? I, you know, I don't really have a list. Okay. Per se. <laughs> I, I might have to. I suppose I should start. Probably. I mean, that one's been you know in the back of my mind for a long time. If I like, if I ever have a son, I should probably name him Raylan. But you know, that's yeah. a cool I, I've always liked Bauer. You know, it's yeah. I'm a, I'm oh, a yeah. hockey player, been a yeah. hockey player. Yeah. You know, of, uh, of all the of all the things that you know, since my accident, hockey's about hockey and golf are like the two things that I really miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had like a good one. Of, I had kind of like an aggressive boy name that I wanted to use if I had a boy because I don't have any boys. I have all girls. Aggressive, but I like Riddick. <sighs> Ooh, Riddick. tell you what, I, yeah, like that one. Ooh, you know, he's like, I'll take like, that. that yeah. one yeah. I really liked. Because I don't mind because I'm not going to have a boy. I also be secret about it. Well, you get a boy dog. Oh. Riddick can be a great dog. Oh, you know, another one was a Bishop. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's aggressive. Yeah. Remember the A movie Aliens? Oh, yeah. Wasn't that homie's dog? Bishop? Yeah. Well, and I, I've actually, artificial like, intelligence? Like, I've, I've actually met and hung out with Vin Diesel, who is Riddick. So it would. Chronicles of Riddick. I could be like, dude. I named my kid after you. Let's hang out. Yes. That's pretty badass. <laughs> pretty badass. I haven't talked to you in 10 years, but we should but I But I named my <laughs> firstborn first after, after you. After you guys are going to jump in a 1,000 horsepower Hemi Charger <laughs> and fucking rip the wheels off the ground. <laughs> Make a Fast and the Furious 28. <laughs> I, need a, I need a badass cameo Sponsored in the by Monster. Fast and Furious with a Hemi wheelchair. Yeah. What are they up to you now? Ten? Straight up, man. Who the hell knows? I think I it's feel 10 like coming it's out. I think 10's coming out. How Supposedly, it's the end again. No, nah, gotta come with the, believe it with when I don't see it. No. One more. Well, the problem is, is like this next badass, like one superhero in a movie decides to do his first villain uh, role. Uh-huh. And that's when they take on that role. Like Jason Statham was the villain. You know, yeah. one of the Fast and the Furious, he's always the I hero. I did meet him. Uh-huh. He's very short. The homie that's the oh, villain really? in the new one. 
is the dude that played Aquaman. Badass big Hawaiian guy. Oh, yeah. Momoa. Uh, Momoa. Yeah, he's the villain, yeah. right? The villain in the last one was John Cena, which is yeah. his brother. Uh, yeah. You see him saying? You yeah. see the trend here? Uh. <laughs> it's like, whoever's the next badass hero is going to be the I'm, next I'm, super villain. Yeah, but if on, okay. on the topic of Riddick, there's oh, another yes, Riddick movie we're talking about. coming. So oh. that would be some real solid timing. It would be. Are Riddick. you into those the movies final. by chance? Dude, I'm a, Riddick what? I'm coming? Well, there's another movie. Oh, know, there's another Riddick there. coming. Yeah, it's called yeah, yeah. Riddick's God. Coming. <laughs> and then you find it in the X section. Uh, right. A yeah. few, add a Triple few more X. X's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a Riddick. I'm a huge. Real oh, soon. okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm a huge sci-fi fantasy nerd, man. So yeah, like, were you into those Riddick movies? Or? Loved them. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Yeah. I just that watched. Good. I just watched Riddick. The other night, it's funny because I just rewatched all three of them. The pitch black, <laughs> pitch black. Yeah, it was that, like, was, that was good. It Those were awesome. Gosh, this is funny. I own them, so I was like, I, Aaron was gone or skiing or something. Oh, marathon. I just, I just like yeah. marathon. Yeah. I'd full yeah. on binged them. Yeah. <laughs> made some nachos and shit. Like, they yeah. they, they popped up some on some, right. and I'm like, I own the movies, so I just fired up one right after another. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm kind of like a sci-fi geek like that too My wife makes fun of me all the time She's like when did you get into this I'm like well I grew up watching Predator and Aliens oh, Great movies You know like Spaceballs <laughs> <laughs> Natural progression It's <laughs> as big as mine It's <laughs> no, a curveball but I yeah, just, you know, My wife doesn't like sci-fi either that I mean, that they don't know what good TV is bro Exactly that's what I'm saying Have That uh that it's like she 70. wants to watch World War Z, bro. I'm Aaron, like, Aaron wants really? to watch Dynasty. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is Dynasty? <laughs> My wife is like the mages of the Mazel or whatever. <laughs> you what? probably know what it is. Nope. The maid of the Mazel. I'm, like, I'm what like, what is this shit? I want to watch Terminator 2. Like, I want to yeah. watch <laughs> Star Trek. I want to watch yeah. playoff hockey. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that too. Well, with playoff hockey, that's trumping everything. Yeah. But this is yeah, nighttime TV. I just, okay. I just finished the Picard, the newest Star Trek. Oh, I haven't seen any of Dude. that. Those are actually really good. I mean, if you like that kind of stuff. You got to kind of know that. And I watched that show with my dad too, man. If you if you know you've the Star Trek The Next Generation, you, you'll you dig that. It's pretty good. I, I got and this. Picard is old as shit. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got to be like is. late 70s now? Easy. No, more than that. I don't know. He's he's old, but he's still pretty badass. He's always that, that voice. I got yeah. this old technician good voice. at work. And you walk by his box. And you're like, what the fuck is he listening to? He's just got streaming Star Trek Next Generation going. That's <laughs> all day. Dude, that's so funny. Takes his so lunch break, sits over there on his box with his elbows up, his little phone, Star Trek just going, eating a sandwich. Just leaves it playing and just leaves comes back it playing, to Leaves it playing, he's air hammering. And then you just like, hear the background music at the start of the show or whatever. And I'm like, damn, dude, dedication. I don't know that's how commitment. many seasons. I yeah. I have literally, for the last probably three years, watched every episode of every Star Trek show in 25-minute segments. When I get up in the morning, I put on my phone and brush my teeth. Take a wow. And watch. And then, Some people watch and the I news. Off, Paul Thacker. You got, your, got start, your fix. And I Old started Trek again <laughs> the next day. I've like All the spinoffs, all the old Star Trek. There's a ton. Tons of it. You are Turns. you are definitely committed if you're going to that level. Yeah. No, he's bringing in the shower and the phones. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. He's got his coffee and his Star Trek going. <laughs> like I'll, 
I'll hop in my standing frame, you know, and I'll like, I'm like, let's see what shows do I want to watch? Dynasty? No. <laughs> <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Aaron, sorry, your Housewives, shows are gone. Housewives big. of freaking Alaska. Orange County? Hell no. Housewives of Alaska. Oh my god. Oh my god, that, that would be actually. Funny. I know. I know some women that would be perfect for that. And I'm not going to say names. Yeah, don't say names. I'll be like, you didn't say my name. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or you said my name. What yeah. about me? <laughs> um, before we get any further, I thought maybe it would be a good time to uh, introduce our guest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's get to that. Uh, welcome to Alaska Wild Project episode <laughs> 114. Uh, today we have monster athlete, X game gold medalist, Paul Thacker. Whee! That's kind of how we roll. We just like... Oh yeah, what? that's right. Oh, we have a guest oh, yeah. to introduce. Oh, yeah, by the way. Yeah. That's so how it like, be sometimes. The Paul. list is so long, like especially some of those other things you said that you're doing. Like we could just tack. Oh on. yeah, man. Oh, for yeah, sure. I, I mean it's it, so I I told you guys I did a podcast yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, at the end of it, they're like, well, is, you know, is there anything you'd like to do that we that we didn't cover that you'd like? I'm like, dude, everything. Like, how much time do you have? I've been pretty fortunate to have a pretty you know rad existence to this point. So we, there's plenty of, and stuff did you guys just cover fishing yesterday? Uh, uh yeah, we, we kind of touched on a few things, but fishing yeah. is kind of the main. Yeah. yeah. Well, shout out to them, Kyle and the Keaton at the young guides podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you haven't uh, followed their show yet, definitely check them out. Cool dudes. Um, doing their thing a lot of info man yeah. on fishing yeah they're they got a lot of good guests on there educational they do, they do a good job yeah really no, for job. sure that was uh, very enjoyable i had i had a good time i met kyle um oh, a couple years ago i had a a film crew up and we did we're doing some fishing stuff anyway and um kyle was that was, some of those clips that just yeah yes uh, oh is that what you sent me so yeah. good um anyway uh, yes. kyle was the was the second boat that's the okay. first time I'd met and fished with him. So cool. it was pretty cool. So that was two years ago when that all got filmed? Uh, that that stuff that you saw was probably three years ago. Wow. Yeah. Cool. And was that up north? That was uh, down oh. on the, I think that steelhead stuff was Deep Creek. Cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, you sent that to me. It was I good. Did. Well done. Yep. What was the delay on that? We've kind of been trying to, well, I mean, it. so uh, Adept Film is kind of the the name we've taken. Mm. And we've sat on it. O originally, we were going to do like a three-minute fly fishing film festival type edit. And uh, we kind of got into it, and then we filmed some more stuff, and then we filmed some more stuff. And then my buddy Joe Weigel, who's No Style Productions, he's like, dude, this stuff's too good. Like, we we can't. Like I, I, I can't, it too I, much. yeah, I can't, this needs to be like a, a movie. Mm. And so we kind of, we, we kind of kicked that around for a while. And, and, um, so we've, we've kind of been going back and forth and he's been, you know, talk, he's, he's, he's big at with like, he does a lot of the Bombardier commercials and okay. he's mm -hmm. like behind the scene. He's fairly big time in the, in the, in the media industry anyway. Um, anyway, he reached out to me, Oh, I don't know, probably a month or so, two months ago. And he's like, okay, here's what we're doing. He goes, we're going to, we're going to start cutting and releasing some of this stuff social media wise. And then we're going to, we're going to do the Paul Thacker movie. Oh, I oh. freaking love it. Yeah. Like, like how long? <clears throat> that is a good question. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, it'll, you know, obviously the long John long. 
Yeah, or crop top. Long and long down the yeah, I mean, <laughs> it'll it'll encompass you know the my career probably from. Start oh, the to, full story. Yeah, the full story. I mean, okay, the, not something for like a fly video. No, for, for, no, no. We're gonna do the wow full full Monty. That's so cool. I mean, so. yeah, that that fly fishing film festival is just a bear tooth, you know. And thinking like, if you were to edit down like a, you know, fifteen minute like version, like your story would be perfect. Yeah, and like, and, and, and all of both, that maybe, stuff you know? could very well come come out of it. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna. I mean, basically the the fishing stuff will will all be the story will be told through you know clips, thirty seconds, a minute, mm-hmm. two minutes, yeah. whatever. So yeah. And how did you guys connect? How did you meet this? So uh, we used to run in the same circles when I snow crossed back in the day. And then um, Joe started doing, you know, photos and filming. And he filmed with us, like, when we did the Monster Energy Sledneck's Invasion Tour. Joe was our film guy and documented it. And now he's, you know, he's full-time film guy doing, you know, commercials and all God knows what. So. Cool. So you guys have a history. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. No, we've been friends for fifteen, twenty years. So yeah. Perfect guy for the job. Yeah. No, he's very, very talented. And did yeah. you know him pre pre accident? Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we ran in circles for. Oh, yeah. I mean, since the early two thousand. Cool. I heard some haterism on that fly fishing tour, though. <laughs> Yeah, I well, mean, there's always haters, but always so like, oh, there's not enough fishing. Oh, there's not enough this, and it's you know, like I just think it's cool that we're able to like have an event like that, and it's like, yeah, okay, there's not enough fishing for you, like, boohoo. Well, yeah. You know, that's your I, choice. Man. I mean, I I get it. I I've I've been to lots of those, and I usually you know you'll have six or seven segments, and you probably enjoy three of them. Yeah, yeah. but but somebody else will probably enjoy three different ones. It's Absolutely. Like, yeah, and Something that's that's kind of what it's it was. Just, yeah. Most people are assholes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know who it was. Yes, I do. <laughs> you can't please everyone. All the time. No, and it's just uh, you know, plenty of them were great, and yeah, others were more so telling a story and less about fishing. Um, but that's like what you're gonna get with an event like that. And I just, it was a packed house, and that's yeah. good. It's just well, a, good for them for trying to do more of a story about it than yeah, just yeah. like eats eats like mm-hmm. just straight catches. I the one thing I yeah. do think about though is like. Uh, granted, I don't, I've maybe been going to it for like four or five years, but it seems like they very rarely have like an Alaska segment. That's what they said. There was no like Alaska. What do you guys recall? Like over the last few years, I know you were there last year, Paul, like the only Alaska segment I can remember the one that the, that Aaron and I were in for fish, fishy. Oh, and how Mm. long ago was that one? Two or three years ago, Mm. maybe four years ago. Yeah. Fishy did it did a little deal and cool. talked about, you know, women fisher folks in Alaska. And then Aaron and I, you know, husband, or I guess at the time it was boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't think we were married yet, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, that, other than that, I, we went last year and I don't think there was any Alaska, Yeah, which just seems odd to me. Cause I mean, there's it's epic. It does, it does seem it's very like you're skipping odd. over a pretty epic decent, spot. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know. Yeah, and I don't really know how they select, you know, like which short films are going to show or not. My first thought was like people like, oh, God, another Alaska-like fishing movie. Like that was my first thought. Yeah. But Well, maybe they didn't, no one sent anything dope in. Yeah. 
maybe not. It's possible. I yeah. do get excited about that salt stuff, though, especially with Costa Rica around the corner. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Get your camera out. Mm-hmm. Put you on the mm-hmm. door. Make, yeah. your, make yourself a fly fishing video. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, anytime you kind of have that group of individuals together, and I don't mean it in a negative way, I just think it's like, Getting a group of like mountain hunters, sheep hunters together. Somebody that. <laughs> oh, well, are you, you, are you talking are you, fly fishermen? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, kind of the same. I just sheep feel hunters, like just everybody's a fucking man. expert, you know? Yeah. yeah. And and so. I left there thinking the like shit. it would be really, really cool if there was like, you know, the Western film uh, submission thing. If there was like something like that, a short. Like there's just so many awesome like whether it's diy or like professional quality grade like editing of like short hunt films i thought that would be really cool to have something for like the that fishing at, part or at, no at bearsuit like in its own separate event like a mm. short film event for like hunters like to get stoked for the season whether it's in like Ooh. july run a contest july yeah, or something film that. film submissions like short films and like i bet it'd be a packed house that'd be kind of fun because you could do a promotion kind of like a like the old school, like snow machine skiing, snowboarding video. Yeah. Like, what did they call those things back in the day? Rad. Where they, where they would like you. Uh, like the turning and hardcore videos. Yeah. Like, like it nice. was like, a, um, what did they call those parties? Like the borderline, oh, borderline uh, premieres. 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 Yes. Yeah. That's it. You you could actually, yeah. I bet if you, if you, you know, got some sponsors and raised some money, you could probably put on a pretty badass film festival local. Yeah. yeah. I would oh, think local so one? too. Oh, definitely could. There's we so need, many people doing We cool need to shit. have a... Uh, Conversation about that. Well, uh, I'll jot this down. Yeah, not it. Yeah, put it on the calendar there. Yeah, well, well, you know the hamster, <laughs> the hamster wheel is starting to. Well, grind. speaking of that, yeah, because I know um, stiff, Jay Liska is putting out his um, his snow cross uh, snow bike video. Mm. You know, listen, mm. you know Jay. Yeah, yeah. He's AKJ? he's been putting out his little videos and stuff like that, leading up to a movie. I don't know what exactly the whole plan is. Nice, um, but good for him for doing that. But, yeah, there's people out there doing it. I mean, we could. Yeah, it's a good idea. Thank well, you. There jot you go. Jot it down. Wrote it down. Wrote it down. Let, add that to the list of projects. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take that one. Yeah. Projects. Yeah, thank you. Don't <laughs> seem to, they're hard to check off. <laughs> they very rarely get executed. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. How's that side-by-side looking? Got her all uh, pretty much dialed in. I mean, it's nothing fancy, but just added some shit to it. Put some flair on the family rig? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I got the family truckster side-by-side, man. Like, I ain't got the Razor one. Th- well, I do have one of those, but I'm selling it. But I've got like the, call it the Astro Van. You guys know what mm. Astro Van oh, is? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. an all-wheel drive. <laughs> Alexa like, drove one of those in high school. They were badass <laughs> fans in their day. They're a motherfucker to work on. They suck. Yeah. Was that the original but minivan? No. No, 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 no. I think the original minivan is like. The pr- oh, we had the Privia. The Caravan. Dodge the Caravan. caravan. Yeah. 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 Totally. The with the wood that's, the one I, that's what yeah. I was in. Yep. Yeah. The Caravan. That'd be that like the, the brown with the red interior. Yeah. Type shit. The wood panel great. on the outside. No, we just like threw some light bars and like a stereo in it and, you know. It's like one of those things where I'm not the guy that buys a new toy and just like, ah, fucking throws everything out at the first year. I'm like a bits and pieces frugal yeah. installation of accessory guy. So, But it's coming together. And the go fast, ripping ass days are over. Now it's just cruising along in the four-seater and 
got the toddler in the back in a car seat now. <laughs> you know, helmet and shit. It's, it's fun. <laughs> So cute. Things slowed down a little bit for me, man. <laughs> yeah, to top speed twenty. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it's funny. been good to like start checking the boxes off on the spring shit. You know, like get the boat dug out and then get the wheelers out because we got a ride coming in a couple of weeks, and you know we got a new tent, got us a couple pieces of new equipment. So I was like, I want to be. You guys got a new tent? Yeah, we got that big ass like Teton. Oh, you did go, go ahead with that. Yeah, I got Did you ask that. about um, staying the night? Uh, Obviously, you probably wouldn't be in that big-ass tent. Hell no. I did, but, man, I got the cold shoulder on it. Oh, on the stay of the night? Yeah, so you might have to get a ride home with somebody. <laughs> I'm staying the night. I know. I might be snuggling up with you. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe bring the big tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if we bring a small tent, we'll be warm. Uh-huh. No, I, it just, like, it's just good to, you know, it sucks to be, like, Mid end of May, trying to scramble to get shit together. If you got to take something to a shop, they're like, "Oh, dude, I can't touch that fucker for three months." It always happens so fast. Yeah, it's like I've been been tackling this since like the maybe like end of March, just getting stuff. Yeah, you're ready. never you're never ready. Mm-hmm. No, you're never. ready. Oh no, I'm not ready. You just go and then you realize, shit. Next yeah. time I need to bring this or forgot that. Well, and like last Friday, Chad invites me. He's like, "Hey, let's go take some donuts out to the Bear Space Station." I'm like, "Oh, cool, man. I'd love to go do that." And it's like the night of, and I'm like, fuck, dude, I gotta like, I gotta go dig my snowshoes back out. <laughs> so I put them away already that I didn't, wasn't never gonna use them all winter, but I had them uh-huh. out ready. Then I put them away and then I'd get my pack and like, I had to get all this shit together. And I was like, oh, fuck, I wasn't like, my, what are my <laughs> binos and my, my Garmin and like all my shit. And luckily it's all like, you know, it's close and somewhat organized. <laughs> it's all on a table somewhere. <laughs> But it was kind of like, a, oh, shit, man, when somebody calls you to go do something, like, have some shit together. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean. <laughs> be, re- be ready. Be ready. I was like, <laughs> you need to be ready in, like, fucking 12-hour notice, bro. Get it together, man. Uh, it's coming fast. Yeah. It's right around the corner. I'm stoked. I can't it's wait. Not, it's not melting fast enough, though. Like, this shit's dragging the fuck on. I almost assembled the raft on Saturday. Whoa. But I was like, man, it's about to close. It's going to be sitting there for a month. So explain that to me. You guys mentioned the closes. That the trout closes for the... Um, yeah, so the, the trout spawn in the spring. So May 1st, it shuts down till, okay. the, till the middle of June. Uh, June. Okay. It opens yeah, back yeah. up on So it opens the up 11th, yeah, 10th, 11th. Yeah. Right around the... Midnight the, of the 10th. The yeah. salmon opener? Same. Mm-hmm. It's the same, same? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Just get everyone down there. Hmm. I'm going to <laughs> float the upper... With some this weekend tomorrow nice it's been good <sighs> i've been one man i want to go with the little i have the little one man cataract it's perfect for now let's go because it's all narrow yeah, it's i do got a tickle you guys are going tomorrow little girl gang God. can i go tomorrow yes what is just tomorrow? say yes just say yes wednesday tomorrow yeah, see, is wednesday screw you guys man <laughs> your midweek shit paul are you midweek or two bro oh, definitely yeah. god yeah. damn it you won't catch me out there on the weekend you're at home play. watching Star Trek on Saturdays. Probably, and shit. probably yeah. yeah. Fishing Star, on, Star fishing Trek. on binge, Tuesday. Star Trek on Saturday Fuck, and Sunday. Man. Yeah. That's what I need to do. <laughs> working working shit is for suckers, guys. Damn, you Day guys job. are gonna slam. <laughs> you guys doing the whole the whole deal? I think just uh sportsmen's to gyms. Okay. Does it That's get me. kind of exceptionally good here springtime with that spawn? 
coming up? Do the fish come out of the lake? And mm-hmm. you know, is there some sort of transition period where the fishing picks up? Yeah, it's hot right now. It's On good. Well, as soon as it starts getting warm enough for bugs to start popping. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you can catch fish in the Kenai all winter long. Right. You know, but now they're, it's warming up and stuff's starting to move around and they get hungry. And Yeah. yeah. How much of much? the lake is there? On the, uh, it's still Bridge. pretty. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It hasn't melted that much. Yeah. It hasn't been warm enough to melt anything. Yeah. Before we go on the break, what about ice fishing? You do much of that? Um, no. I'm not a, I'm not an ice fisherman. If you're, I, if you're on the snow, it's like you're on a sled. Yeah. I just, I, I never really saw the point. I mean, I, I would, if, if I was going to go ice fishing, I would probably do it like the boys in Minnesota and Wisconsin do it where they've got their Hell yeah. sort of home 24 with foot trailer <laughs> with Star Trek binging on the you yeah. Know, yeah. screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Hold, no, I'm holding a rod, I, just watching the, yeah, cutting a hole in the ice and dropping the line through it and bobbing it up and down. Just never really. You could put a bell on it and think about all the binge watching you could do if you had a setup in there. Yeah, while the yeah I could do that at there. home and not freeze my testicles. <laughs> Touche. Good Touché. point. <laughs> good point. Yeah, no, have I've never been. Have you ever gone on a trip you liked? Like, ice fishing. Just, like, the ice experience, fishing. The experience itself and like catching. I, I can count on one finger the times I've ever gone ice fishing. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah. So I'm kind of feeling like maybe you haven't I'm given sick. it a chance. Yeah, I, was, I'm I chance. gave it one chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, was, one and done. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Yeah. No. I've. I just. Uh, there. There's no. It's not tingling your spirits. Yeah. There. No. Yeah. yeah, it's not tingling the testes. It's not tingling the testes. It's not elongating the longies. I'm cool. Let's take a break and we'll come right back. <laughs> Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan-proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska. Tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at Barney Sports. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaska public lands, waters, and wildlife. From national level policy work to engagement with boots on the ground projects from Kotzebue to Ketchikan. BHA performs public land cleanups, hunting and fishing clinics, and community education to help take your game to the next level. BHA's community-minded goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping wild lands wild and fostering the next generation of sportsmen and women for years to come. Make sure to follow BHA Alaska for upcoming events, local brewery pint nights, and more. Stand up for Alaska public lands and waters by supporting the Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Join us today at backcountryhunters.org. 
The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because honestly, there's always something good on deck. And guys, listen. This is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Seems like it would make sense. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it like that. Paul, tell us about your kid life when you were a kid. Oh, like my kids that I no, have like now. When you no, were I'm a kid. When you were a young <laughs> kid. That you know. You was a young. I, I, I know by now. I would think. But, Daddy. Um, so yeah, I I grew up in I'm Willow. Like Twenty eight now. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! I, you are my daddy. <laughs> Here's your Father's Day card. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I was born in Fairbanks, um, lived, I went to first grade in Anchorage and then my parents bought uh, Willow Air Service. Mm. So oh, what? from, yeah, from second grade till I graduated from high school, I lived in Willow. Um, and pretty much, you know, any, anything and everything outdoors, fishing was a huge part of my growing up. Like, all that's all I ever wanted to do was ride my bike down to Willow Creek or snag stickleback in the lake. or um, And then, uh, I guess, I don't know, I was probably 12, I think, when I I was the, uh, the dock boy and, you know, blowing up rafts and cleaning whatever needed cleaning for the air service. And I made $1,300 being the Willow Air dock boy for the summer, and I bought my, my first Damn. snow machine. It's, um, 340 Jag or I what? I bought a uh, 1979 <laughs> John Deere liquefier. Ooh. Even cooler. Yeah, 440. The thing was wicked fast. And I proceeded to uh, just about get run over by a car in the gas station parking lot and jumped it through the Willow. Was that where it had like a <laughs> leaf spring front yeah, shock? Yeah, yeah. Leaf spring. <laughs> yeah, I jumped it right through the big 16 by 16 plastic sign and so my dad figured that was probably too much sled for a 12 year old so he went down and <laughs> down to midnight sun polaris in uh wasilla and traded that for a a uh midnight 340 indie sport polaris yeah where was that so it's uh right i think midnight sun jewelers is still there nice. it's like at the corner of the parks and whatever the church no not church uh whatever the main road in the middle of wasilla after cars is that's Main Street. Is that? Yeah. It's called Main, and then it goes like... It's called Wasilla. Pa- Palmer, Wasilla Fishhub, Pal- Palmer <laughs> Fishhub, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, if you're going pa- north, take a right, and they were right yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it turned into, like, a pawn shop, I think. It's like still a pawn shop now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to this day, I think it's, like, Midnight Sun Pawn or Jewelers or something. Yeah. So, yeah, and then I uh, rode, you know, my buddies and I, that's kind of was our mode of transportation in the wintertime was getting around on snow machines and then you know i as i got a little older i was able to you know we'd have a empty backhaul and i'd get dropped off at trapper lake or you know the deshka oh, wow. or or you know any of those various different places and i'd you know camp on my own and fish and really yeah i, I had cool. a trapper yeah, I mean, lake then yeah catch a great, big old great pike? pike fishing yeah oh, you bet. i mean we, we had friends that would let me stay in the cabin we'd go out there for like two weeks 
be a canoe out there or something yeah, sitting there? Just a little flat bottom boat with a kicker and we'd oh, cruise around the bet lake. You guys caught monsters back then. We fight fishing was fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that was kinda how I grew up was anything and everything outdoors. Yeah. And yeah, it was pretty uh pretty wild to think about it now how, you know, fortunate to be able to I mean it was amazing. So, yeah, to be able to fly out, I got to, you know, learn how to fly, and I never did pursue that, but as a kid, I did. Yeah, yeah. So. You got to get behind the sticks once in a while, well, though? Yeah, quite often, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, it was one of those things, you know, my I, all of my dad's friends were pilots, and they all did it for a living, and I kind of decided, you know, in my later teen years that if, if I was going to learn how to fly and actually do it, it was because I was going to do it for a living. I didn't want to, oh. I didn't want to be a weekend pilot. You yeah, know, you yeah. See, hear too many stories of the, you know the weekend guys that ball it up just because they just don't fly enough yeah. right they don't have enough so, hours yeah do yeah, you think the, do you think maybe that was a good choice yeah i mean just uh, based on your uh you your, know I'm, your I'm, track record of uh <laughs> taking things yeah, to the next level of, of, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's um, the first thing i thought of we we're like you're gonna be pod, like, hmm. yeah no i i, I could do that in hindsight <laughs> i think that was probably the wise choice yeah so but yeah i guess i would and then 15 or 16 i i started playing hockey okay and um and i you know completely fell in love with that and was like ah oh, man i'm gonna I'm gonna get paid to play hockey someday. That was my goal. And uh, they could ice a team out there back then. They didn't. So I I played. Um, so as a, I wrestled and played basketball in elementary school, and then junior high, and then um, my I guess freshman year of high school, we were like, hey, let's start a hockey team. So I started getting signatures. We needed ten folks to sign up to start a team, and I got nine. So we didn't get to start a team. So oh, my, shit, dude. my sophomore year, I started earlier, and we got like 17 people to sign up, and that was the first year Houston junior, senior high had a hockey team. So, Are they like, kind of covered rink out there right now? Um, In Willow. Will- they, Willow they do, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right in the middle yeah. of town, right? Yeah. It's right at the elementary school. Yeah. yeah. Is there, do they take care of it, too? As far as I know. Yeah. Somebody's out there in Hot Mops, and I know they skate yeah. up there quite often. So, See what you started? I know. Yeah, <laughs> how'd, uh, how'd that team do that first year? <laughs> uh, we didn't win any games. I didn't think so. Yeah, we got a, there was a lot of double-digit losses. Yeah. Um, then my junior year, we won a couple games. And then my senior year, we won, I don't know, six or eight. But by then, we were playing, you know, like Nikiski and Glen mm-hmm. Allen, teams that were similar size. So yeah. yeah. Small school league. or yeah. yeah. And now that, you know, they've obviously got a thriving hockey team and football team and everything else out there, but. Yeah, Colony was good this year. They were like, did yeah. they win it? Uh, they were close. I they were like, not that I don't follow much high school, but I know that like they were. Yeah, Palmer there? They actually yeah. might have won it, I think. Wouldn't which surprise is crazy. Me. Yeah. 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 So I, I did end up, you know, I kept playing hockey and I went and I played a couple years of juniors. I went and played a year in Manitoba and the junior B and then I played a year of junior A in Montana. Oh, so you had some dangles about and you. Then I, yeah, and then I went and. Uh, Went to college, went to Concordia College in Minnesota um, on hockey scholarship. So, What were the logistics earlier on? Because you must have decided you shifted into Anchorage or va- the Valley for a comp team or something? Yeah, we, I did play, play in Wasilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, the Valley Thunder? We were the Matsu, I don't remember. But we all our practices were in Wasilla. 
Okay. We skated oh. three days a week or whatever and bus yeah. back and forth and all our games and stuff. Yeah, there was no rink at Houston. And then, yeah, I came back and actually skated with the Aces for a bit. Really? Yeah, I didn't yes. really. I never played much. Wow. Yeah, and I, I probably could have stuck with it. I, I mean, I had, you know, was still very, I mean, I'd never even skated till like hockey's played hockey till I was 16. So I picked it up fairly quickly and was, yeah. and uh, I ended up, I I was with them the first, like, in 99 and then got cut, like, before playoffs and then was all slated to go back the next year. And then the girl I was engaged to at the time, she's like, man, don't you think it's time you start, you know, thinking about a career and a family and stop chasing the <laughs> dream, blah, blah, blah. So I, I didn't show so you up. So dumped for, her. So yeah. I didn't show up for my <laughs> physical. Yeah, and I didn't, like, the GM was like, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, dude, I, I got. I got to grow up. I got to grow up. <laughs> I like to call it the, I made the adult decision, not necessarily the right decision. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, and that was the last time I played huh. competitive hockey. 99? Oh, was it the Anchor Jaces then? <laughs> yep. Yeah, those Anchor Jaces days. Yep, that yep. was the Northern Lights Hotel heydays. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, was, oh, I, was, <laughs> I was privy to lots not of Northern man. Lights Hotel. <laughs> a lot of people don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've heard. <laughs> Isn't that been demoed by now? Oh, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's they had to. They had, they had to after that what went down yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They probably should have dug a little deeper. The, deba the debauch <laughs> debauchery, Dude, was, is that the word? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Never seen anything like it. <laughs> but, so this uh, whole time you're still... Riding snow machines and so so no I I had when I started playing hockey I'd kind of quit riding because mm -hmm. um, you know hockey was obviously consuming the majority of my time so um, when I stopped playing I had I had um, just gotten well I guess it was yeah so it would have been around the same time in April that I quit playing hockey that I was you know going down to the I was like a rink rat I was at the rink playing in old men's league just get you know anywhere I could get on the ice. And, um, no, I was, exactly. I was sitting, <laughs> I was sitting in the, in the locker room after a men's league game. And these guys were talking about, Hey, you know, we're Norwest financial and we're, we're hiring, you know, you don't even have to have a finance degree. You just need a college degree. And I'm like, well, I've got a degree. I don't know shit about what you guys are selling, but <laughs> so I went to work. It was Norwest for a minute and then it turned into Wells Fargo financial. And it was Norwest. Norwest before, before actually that? purchased Wells Fargo back okay. in the day, yeah. And then they just kept the the Wells Fargo name, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I started this this career working in the finance side of things, and then I decided not to play hockey. So then I was, you know, I mean, you you do something at a high level competitively for long enough, and then all of a sudden it's just gone. I was bitching. I was yeah. I was drinking in you know fighting at the bar and just you get not, kind of get lost right yeah just not you know <clears throat> not a very constructive use of my time so my roommate and and i at the time um decided that we were going to buy a couple snow machines so we went down and financed a couple of sleds and i'm like oh yeah we'll just you know get the girls out and we'll go you know hang out at the lake on the weekend and that lasted like two weeks before I signed up for my first race, which happened to be the, <laughs> the Mayor's Cup in uh, Valdez, like, is which is like competitive tank. brutal race for your first ever race. So, what year is this? That would have been two thousand. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, I got the bug, and you know now I'm, I'm like it's a gnarly hill cross. Well, that so that's the cross country. Oh, oh, oh! But it is super gnarly. Yeah, it was. Where's that held? Right in Valdez, right just right outside of town. You do a big. It was like a thirteen mile loop, 
uh, I can't remember how long, if it's 200 miles or 150 miles. Around Road Lake area or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, down by, like, where the ball fields are. And oh, I see. Back in the swamp. and um, Yeah, there was, like, 35 folks that signed up, and only 13 finished, and I was the last one to finish. I was, like, an hour and a half behind everybody else. <laughs> but I was like, fuck that. I am finishing this yeah. race. Signed up like, no, dude, thing. it's done. I'm like, no, I'm not done. <laughs> I, I couldn't I couldn't walk for like three days after the race. I was just so beat up, but I was hooked. Um, and so yeah, that kind of kick started my the sled side of things. And then the I was still at Wells Fargo, and I was you know finding some success. It's just a relationship you know building type business. It's yeah, slinging money and loans, and I even got to repo some shit. It was pretty wild. But nice. Um, yeah, so I, I was there about a year and a half, and I got my own store i was promoted to manager and then uh about a year and a half after that i was the district manager for alaska so Damn. i over and saw the entire state and i had seven stores and i don't know 80 employees or something like that oh so you were kind of like a company I, man oh uh, yeah i was my my boss was in seattle so i was like the top of the heap full the suit day, every so day full suit Ugh. Damn. and then on the weekends <laughs> i was racing so you know the next year i raced snow suits cross. on the weekday bro on yeah. the weekend yeah there's a, some footage from one of the turning <laughs> did you have the party in the front no no <laughs> i did as a kid you damn okay. right I, oh yeah, yeah. He was a, a party in the or business up front party in the rear yeah, yeah that's yeah. Right. yeah um yeah so i you know i started winning local snow cross races and then it kind of turned into I'm like okay I, I the i guess it was the third year racing I went undefeated in the open class. So I'm like, okay, now I got to go to the States and see if I can race with the big boys. Mm. So I basically took the, uh, the, the full year to crush our, our goals at Wells Fargo. And then I told my boss, I was taking the entire month of December off. If we hit, you know, if we, if we were well above plan that I was just, that was not going to take any vacation except for the entire month that I'm going to go race in the lower 48. So yeah, I did. I went down and um, fared pretty well. I didn't win any races, but I, you know, I didn't embarrass myself. And where do you go, I, Minnesota? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I went to. Uh, uh, I guess we raced Canterbury or no, Duluth was our was my first uh, national snowcross. Yeah. So you just drive down there, bring all your yeah. Shit. I took took truck and trailer and yeah. drove down and raced Sign for up. for three weeks, and then you know came back and yeah, and then it's so. It, it kind of everything kind of snowballed from there so i was you know i'm like okay i've i've got like i'm making money riding sleds but now i have this legitimate you know golden ticket career and i'm really making money doing that so i i was kind of getting to the point where i wasn't sure what i was gonna like they were kind of taken away yeah, from each it's other a crossroad so, there um and i had uh i had met um the landry boys the twins giles and sebastian that did the turning and hardcore movies and and uh, they're like oh man we want to get you in the backcountry." so we filmed a segment for one of the i think it was like turning in four in i don't know it was like an afternoon we banged out this segment and that kind of kicked off this whole new world of you mm. know going you know long, transition long distance jumps in the backcountry and yeah yeah so now i was really i'm, I'm like you know now 
what do I do here? So, um, so many options. I, well, and I, and I was kind of leaning towards, I'm like, you know, I can ride for fun. I'm going to just, you know, kind of quit doing the racing side of things. And it wasn't fair to my team at Wells and, you know, being gone all the time and not being able to be reached. And so, um, and then I, I get this call from one of my sponsors and they're like, Hey, uh, we just got off the phone with Vin Diesel and they want you to go to Sweden to be his stunt double for a sci-fi movie he's shooting. I was like, I'm like, what? what? <laughs> and, Did you uh, say Vin Diesel? <laughs> and um, you're like, well, I know. yeah. So, 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 so puff your chest up. Yeah. So by by now, I had I had done some legitimate like world record distance jumps, and so okay, Vin and his uh, his executive producer Bob Brown had seen some of that stuff, and they wanted you know Chris Brandt, another freestyler, and myself to come make this sled segment cool. And they're like, but uh, what they found you through what? Through the, the, turning, through the internet, 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 hardcore yeah, videos and yeah, stuff. Just through the videos. This and is so. pre like Graham. Yeah. 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 This was like Facebook just started. MySpace was. Oh, was MySpace popping. was popping. Yeah. Dude. yeah. <laughs> Remember yeah. your top eight? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it was, still, it was still forever. A, I, I still have a MySpace account. Like it's still out there. It was there. forever. It's, it's still out there. If you go in, you can log in. <laughs> All your old pictures. I'm afraid in there. too. I don't, I don't want to <laughs> buy it or what. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, but yeah, they, so you know, I get this offer to go to Sweden, and and uh, but the kicker was I had to be gone for a month, mm. and I'm like, I was just gone. There's no way I can do that. So. I sat down with my boss at Wells. We were at a conference in Orlando, Florida, and and um, he's. Uh, I, I basically just laid it out for him, and he's like, "Did you have to go?" I'm like, "Bro, it's oh, wow. Vin Diesel." <laughs> and I, I was kind of a little taken aback. I'm like, "He's like, dude, you can do this shit for forever." He goes, "You're not going to be able to do that stuff. You know, that's obviously got yeah. a time limit." So what a great. Yeah, that response, was yeah, for man. sure. Dude. Like, like unexpected. I, yeah. you know, I didn't, and and yeah, I actually still talk to him, Mark Hamlin, every once in a while. We chat on uh, social media and whatnot. But yeah, so I I did it. I I uh, packed it up, and I was on a plane first class to Sweden about two weeks later, and that was. Still, was with, still with a job to come back to, or like no, no, you gotta I was, go, I was, but you I, also don't have a job when you come I, back. No, I he's he's I, I quit. Yeah, I've got yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, I had to. I mean, there was there was no way I was gonna. I'm like, now I have a legitimate opportunity to do this and potentially make a living doing it. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I I just uh, kind of jumped in with both feet, and that was I don't know, twenty years ago. What was the movie? Uh, Babylon AD. Babylon AD. Another sci-fi. It, it was terrible. meant to be. I thought, I thought it was Triple uh, X. No. Yeah. Because there was a scene with a snow machine in that. Yeah, I no. I mean, Babylon AD is, it, the, it was like a French director. The movie Pull that was up real quick. Super long. Yes. I want to see the cover of this thing. I feel like the, I've seen it. The sled segment's actually really quite good. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it. no, I mean, the, the way they shot it, like, there's a. There's what were a, you riding? Uh, Polaris IQs. Okay. Um. Yeah, there's a, a part where I I hit this jump and then post like they've got like snow machine segment or yeah. something. They've got uh, like drones chasing us and I have to I in the air I have to grab this pistol off my handlebars and turn around and pretend like I'm shooting. <laughs> oh, so I my like God, I like, I'm dead. I like <laughs> I like hit, I like hit this jump, grab the gun and turn around and point it at this invisible drone behind me. Yeah, and I I. Uh, I, I like 
you know, drop the gun and go back to the handlebars and the gun, like in real life, you can see it in the, in the segment, it like bounces and lands right in front of the camera. Does it sit here? Yeah. That's absolutely it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 hold on a second, man. Hold on, you gotta, you gotta. I, I hold on, can you hold on? <laughs> can we lower the lights and like make this? Hold on, thing? you gotta connect to this. Um, here, yeah. connect. Put this on there. Oh wait, hold on a second. Put this on there. We'll play the audio. You, we gotta hear can, this, dude. Like you we'll can probably get flagged on YouTube, but whatever. You could totally uh, like look through the goggles and see my face. It's oh my gosh, this is. So All right, so funny. the title of this is Babylon AD. Dash snowmobile scene. My face hurts right now. I'm laughing. So <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe you didn't know about this. I'm, I'm like, I know so you're this, is how, this is how I picked up chicks at the bar. What are you talking about? <laughs> you just kept the clip on your what? Uh, you didn't have a phone seen, back then. You ever seen this before? <laughs> <laughs> you just leave your phone. Well, they didn't do I was that in a back movie then. Once. Playing. All right, you guys ready? Yes. Oh shit! Hold on. Uh, are we connected here? Do you need they're, this? One they're gonna here? send more drones. <laughs> okay. I should be unmuted now. Ready? This volume, maybe. Oh yeah, it's the volume thing. It's up all the way. It just it just showed it was muted though. Something's muted. Hold on, hold on. We had this problem. We last have time. technical difficulties. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, this yeah. How? Why isn't it not? Should be on. Yeah. Damn it. We can turn up the TV too. It might just be for our pleasure. All right, just hit it. Yeah, here, turn up the TV though, so we can actually hear something. You might have there to disconnect go. that. Play it real yeah. quick. Yeah, well, let's try. Nope. You can turn that up though. So, which one, left or right, Polly? Uh, ready? Or official. Here we oh, go. Here it goes. <laughs> I'm 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 the smaller stature, so I'm Vin. Obviously. What happened to them? Fighter drones. Anything that moves is shot outside. Now we're in the zone. It's ten miles to the DMZ. Then let's make it ten fast miles. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> let's make it ten fast miles. A couple dead polar bears. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so you're They're not riding they're riding Canadian here. <laughs> they're riding Canadian. Where where is this? Uh we were in uh Rick's Grants in Sweden. Oh, okay. They're coming. Oh, turbo. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, that, that was my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever seen. Oh, shit. Ooh, right through it. Right through flames, Paul? Oh, yeah. I got set on fire a couple times. <laughs> How many takes did it? One. It pretty much. Oh, yeah. shit, with the jump off? <laughs> Oh. oh shit! Uh oh, so some new drones. <laughs> okay. Oh look at the missiles, dude. There's the gun. Here it is. Oh, oh full black flip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was sick, bro. That was you for sure, right? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, Chris had to do the three up thing. That was pretty. That was the hardest part of the whole thing. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> oh shit! Oh my goodness! <laughs> it is not easy to ride three up with anybody. And Andy's Andy's carving. <laughs> Andy's carving. 
Oh shit. Here he goes. Is that Paul? Oh, AKA. Oh, oh geez. Geez. Ah, shit. <laughs> Later. <laughs> oh, no. This is me definitely laying on the ground here, too. It's yes. so funny to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is our last backflip. There he oh. is. Shit, man, you're in the movie, man. Oh, oh that guy? He's not dead. Is that Lucy Lou? Is that Lucy Lou? Uh, Michelle Kim. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Close. He's bleeding to death. I need your help. Okay. That's you, Paul, right here? Is that you? No, no, that's, <laughs> no, that's me. I, that was, yeah. That's where that's showing you guys space, did the swap out? Like, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. They think like stunt doubles get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Thank you for your services. God, that was so worth yeah. it. My face hurts. Is that, have you been in other movies? Uh, no, not like Hollywood movies. No, no. I mean, no, just like that was it. We, I mean, double stuff. It it kind of worked out to where um, the the uh, stunt coordinator and all that stuff. They're like, dude, we want. Can, like, can you ride a dirt bike? I'm like, I can ride a dirt bike. He's like, we got to get you to Hollywood. Because, you know, everything was, yeah. mm. you know, first take, one take, hitting your marks, doing exactly oh, yeah, what they yeah, wanted. Yeah, it was right. pretty, it was super fun. And it wasn't, I mean, other than the getting caught, set on fire a couple times, that was, I did burn all my, all the hair off around my wrists and one eyebrow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, hey, yeah, the goggles like you, melted uh, to my face a little bit. Oh my goodness. Like, why don't you just sign this uh, waiver? <laughs> yeah. I, I have some pretty crazy, pretty, so they, they take like the first, the first time they I drove through the fire. It was five gallons of gas. They just pour in a hole, and then they touch it off, and I drive through it. Oh, oh shit! That wasn't big enough. He's like, I need ten gallons. I'm like, holy oh. shit, man! Like, <laughs> Dang, <let's laughs> what am I getting paid for so. this again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was the other thing. Not enough. No, I we we got paid well. Oh, I mean, good. I, I that that was like so. I mean, obviously, when you you know you you take a big chance and do something like that there was a lot of people that were like oh you'll be back in wells fargo in a month and yeah. blah 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 so after this movie i came home and i bought a went down to mercedes and bought a sl 500 and uh, i was like, What's I, was up, like I don't think i'm coming back is that was that silver or black, black drop, top? drop top yeah I I seen you driving that at uh, I still have it. at Olsnack's yeah, wedding. Yeah, I still have it. Yeah, you rolled up in that. I was like, damn, bro. Hell now yeah. that was like my middle finger to all the people that didn't think I was gonna make it. So, oh, good oh, for yeah, you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, pretty that's well. awesome. <laughs> that, yeah. And that was that was that's where it really just took off. Yeah. So, well, from I had to start hitting circuits and shit after that. Well, so the the you know the the world record distance jump stuff is kind of what how I made a brand i guess is the best way to put it yeah um you know where people wanted me to be you know the the celebrity announcer at snowmobile shows and stuff like that then you know i started getting paid to just appearances which was pretty cool but i still always really wanted to go you know I've, I, as a snowcross racer i never made it to x games like i was real close i'd miss it by like one spot or two spots at the mm. x games qualifier always on the cusp i was you know it was close but i you know was never quite able to do it so um i got a call from joe duncan who you know was a guy i worked with on all of the events that i did personally as well as you know he ran snowcross and he basically has built and run all of the x games tracks over the years he's like hey we've got this new event do you think you can learn how to freestyle <laughs> i was like 
sure yep yeah. I'll, I'll figure it out yeah he's like well it's speed and style you know we're gonna do part race part freestyle and he's like i feel like it's right up your alley so that was that was actually um 2000 i think that must have been 2008 so it was actually before this would have been my first x games before the video okay, okay. so um yeah and then um x games is kind of when it where it really started to you know that gave us a platform for you know sponsors i i was fortunate yeah. enough to you know monster got involved early with the distance jump stuff but you know x games gave a us a platform to for visibility wise to be seen and you know for companies to start actually you oh, know, stepping yeah. up dollars wise and, yeah. you know guys were making a pretty good living at the time so well hold on let's back up a little bit <clears throat> so the long distance shit yep what like you start riding you and did the valdez race was there just like this one accidental like wicked epic jump you did that you're like oh shit i can actually i figured out how to like control my machine in the air and do something like there was there something that sparked you so when when I was before I was a teenager riding an Indy Sport 340, I would go down to the end of the lake and jump off the lake onto the swamp on the berms. Like I've okay. got pictures of me, like my Sentiment. I'm standing on the running boards and like my butt is still touching the seat. I'm so little, <laughs> and I've like got one leg styled out. I'm like, oh it's my just gosh. the part of it that I always enjoyed the most and jumping was shit. the most comfortable with and would mm. you know it's with snow cross i would like turn the double into a triple or the you know the breaking bump into the corner would be the landing of you know a little sniper landing that you know it just was the part that i and it was the twins that actually they're like hey we've got this world record jump built and guys were doing like 200 feet plus and and just yard sailing like they'd hit a couple and then just ball their sluds up and they're like oh we want to get you up there and have you hit this so i got up there and like hit it like 20 times and just mm. bigger each time yep. bigger each time yep. getting more comfortable until we you know put one out around i don't know 250 feet and it just kind of from that point forward it was just like okay I, I, and, and at the time there was like Ryan Capes and, mm -hmm. you know, Robbie Madison, those guys were doing, trying, you know, to jump 300 feet on a dirt bike, flat ground, death gap. I'm like, I can do that on a sled. Yeah. So it took a couple of years, but we, you know, we got the first one done with Monster and Slednecks in Minnesota at an airport. And I jumped like, I don't know, 250 feet or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but. Was that the big one that was showcased on ESPN? One of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the one you're thinking of was probably Levi's later when he jumped in California. No, I seen you. I seen you. One well, of yours showcased before well, the, that. The, the, so because he did the 300 footer after or uh, yeah. So after we, yours, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the, f the first one we did didn't get a ton of like national media. Um, I saw it though. And it was the, broadcast it on was like the live TV. Second one that you saw. Okay. That we did when they were having like this 40 year blizzard in minnesota and i was jumping in the blizzard yep that's that right went. if if we would have done that they almost didn't show today, it because of the conditions or something like why that. we weren't we weren't going to even have the event so, right so they were getting this crazy amount of snow we had this this event planned we were going to have you know freestyle and i was going to break this world record and live with a live crowd mm-hmm it and it just up. like started snowing and snowing and more snow and windy and and um 
you know, everybody was like, eh, we're probably going to have to cancel it. And, you know, conditions are pretty gnarly. Visibility is gnarly. And then all of a sudden at like five o'clock, these people just started showing up in droves, like driving from all over the country to come watch this thing go down. And I'm like, um, I guess we're not canceling it. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like the thing. least I can do for these people that just risk their lives to come see is to at least try. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I can't do any less. And um, if, if we would have done that jump today, the amount of media and like, facebook i'd be oh i'd be laughing like the the views on youtube alone would have because it was like national or a worldwide it was on weather channels and oh, local news yeah. i mean it was like millions and millions of views but i didn't get anything out of it i got my salary from monster but it wasn't you know um that one that was the that was the big one and then we did a couple more and eventually i you know i never was 2009 i guess when we finally broke the 300 foot mark and i i rented a brainerd international raceway and i'm mm. like i'm giving myself a week to make this happen like i'm not worried about the exposure i'm not worried about the crowd i want to just just do the i want to eclipse the 300 foot and be the first to ever do it and it took a while but we got it done can we pull it up took a while like what do you mean like just the um, figuring out the angle, the speed, yeah. just like the trial and error with that. Yeah, we had, you know, it's windy days. So we you know, obviously, you know, when you're going 90 miles an hour and hitting a landing and jumping, I mean, there's, you know, it's kind of like there's very little room for error. Yeah. So, like how do you practice for that? Uh, you don't. <laughs> I mean that the, the bigger, the, the big distances, I mean, you can do smaller stuff safely and repetitively and then it it's it's oddly enough it's very similar you're just going faster yeah so you know if you if you can do the 150 foot jumps comfortably you can usually take them bigger without so this is the 2009 yeah that's the 300 foot jump all right let's watch that yeah. man we gotta be able to connect to this thing oh man we had that problem last time and it <laughs> Can you? Oh, what kind of actually, operation you, you guys running? Yeah, here? man, Bluetooth. Well, this the, blue, thing. the Bluetooth. Is can you actually go to Bluetooth? It's all set up, and it never wants to connect and like stay connected to it for whatever reason. Okay, look at it right now. It's it's discoverable. Discover. It. Discover it. Yeah, I imagine like scientists or like mathematicians there, like calculating. Okay, this is how fast you need to go, and this is the angle of. You know, yeah, but yeah, at that point, you're just kind of cowboying. Yeah, it wasn't that. It wasn't nearly that uh, interesting. Yeah. So we we would we would take and set the ramp at you know say 150 feet, something that I was comfortable enough without any math. Yeah. That I could look at and know how fast I needed to go, and I'd hit that a few times, and we'd measure how fast I was going, where I'd land, and then we would start sliding the ramp back incrementally, like. 25 feet uh, uh, each time from there and measure again and make sure that, you know, I knew how fast I had to go to go, you know, 300 feet. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Minnesota's Brainerd International Raceway with one mission in mind. Mm. That's, that's just the TV, though. Know. That's, that's, like that's not the right one. It's not it, is it? Just look up Monst the, Monster Energy. Um, the monster energy one 
Monster Energy. Paul, Paul Thacker. Thacker. Let me see if I can find it quick. You haven't saved your favorites? No. <laughs> Along with your movie clip. Let's see if we can figure out how to run the show. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Same fucking problem every time, bro. You already, you already know we've done it like five times. I don't know why. Yep. Got the damn Mac to make it all easier, right? Uh, Monster Energy, Paul Thacker, World Records, Snowmobile in 2009? No, 2009. Yeah, yeah that's that, right. That's the one? Yep. Okay. That's the one right there, that top one. <coughs> Um, the sled next one would, oh. or the monster energy one. There we go. He got. It. There's those chops yeah, I remember. The that's the one. <laughs> There's those oh hell chops. yeah! Okay, with the chops, dude. Oh, there yeah. it is. Yeah, that's what I'm talking it. about. I got a super funny chop story. I can't wait to after hear it. after this 300 foot jump. In fact. <laughs> Still no audio? Right? I mean, what do you want from me, you know? <laughs> you know? I don't know, Fuck. man. Not a computer. <clears throat> Can't even expand it because it's on Facebook. Because I want to get it on. Uh, I still don't think that's the right. It doesn't. Well, you have the chops, though, right? No, I mean, it, it looks like the right one. I'm just. Because it was during, like, there was no snow on the ground, really? Um, Just on the just on the landing and the run-in, yeah. Okay, let's try this one. How do we know you'll love pretzel crust? Because this person hey, made us to never taste hey. them again about their... <laughs> Why is that there so it is. <laughs> Just run that. How about that one, Paul? No, but then the people can't really hear it, though. Well, Not I, that it matters, I yeah, guess. I want to watch it. I think that's... Yeah, that one will work. All right. Wait, do we finally got some volume? Oh, shit, get the, the tape out. watched these? It's been a while. I don't. I don't <laughs> probably is, uh, not since they happened. We are looking to eclipse the 300 foot mark, and I definitely think it's going to happen. Uh, the speeds that he has to get to get around 300 feet is what we're testing right now. Oh, Joe. We're going to be somewhere in that 80 oh, pro to Joe. 90 mile per hour range. The dangers with this jump, uh, if, if everything's not just perfect from winds to the landing to the setup to the in run, you know, the, the tragedies to uh, to the athlete, to Paul, could be, you know, could be career ending. The, the, uh, the speeds that you're hitting, 80 plus miles per hour, almost 90 miles per hour, you crash at over 300 and some feet, you, you don't know what's going to happen. It, it could be, it could end his career. As far as the dangers, I mean, it's it's not really a broken bones type scenario. It's a, you know, going over the bank for you. So, um, God, those chops. Yeah. That was, that was your signature look. Holy signature look. And there was four or five of us that didn't figure we'd make it to C25. So I kind of figured I'm living on borrowed time anyway. It's just on something. Is that a 121? It's my time. It's my time. Yeah, short track. Yeah. say to the ramp I had a uh, a cross that a guy had made me we had a little God and I had a little chat there you go nice we had a lot of those back then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
pointed at it like it's right there. Yeah, there it is. That's the way. This is pre GoPro, right? Or is that the first GoPro? No, it was before GoPro. Yeah. Where's the landing mark on the back of the sled or where the front like where yeah where the where the back of the sled touches like, mm. yeah because you're landing you know on the gas so you put a nice divot so tell, it's pretty tell easy me, to, um what, what am i hearing in the background what is that i'm not sure what i'm hearing oh now the audio wants to come in now, now the audio wants to work <laughs> um like yeah, what, what is that what is the uh, else there not sure is that what the, that one is? Close it up. Probably out, one of those other windows. What was the, uh, like, what's it like to control the machine? I don't know what the fuck is playing right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are you? That's your oh, phone. Is that your phone? <laughs> you got a podcast. Oh, you know what? You don't listen to podcasts. No, he's, he's listening to the game. No, and I, I pulled up trying to find which video. It just oh, playing yeah. something checking the scores. YouTube. He was. Andy was checking scores. And checking scores. All right. Don't well, tell my, me. Don't the, tell me. The thing that was like, yeah. <laughs> the thing that I, like, how do you control the sled in the air? Like, because it's easy to just jump and like. Or yeah, what is yeah, so, it? What's the technique know? there? Well, I mean, there's, it's, it's. Just like, you know, it's, I mean, the principle is the same as far as, like, dirt bikes or, I mean, even, like, razors and, tro you know, trophy trucks, you know, gas tends to bring the rear down, brake brings the nose down. You know, there's a little bit of body English on a sled, but for the most part, you're trying to, you know, articulate in the air with the braking gas. Yeah. So. So you send uh, it, you hit that, like, maximum speed, and then at one point, are you, like, tapping that brake just as the... Yeah. At the apex? Yeah, I mean, you can you can kind of fly it to where you don't have to, you know, where it, it kind of depends on where you chop the throttle when you leave the face of the ramp. Oh, so you, you're you're off gas like right as you leave the ramp, and then it kind of just naturally just slowly brings the nose down. So your but timing you get, of it is like yeah. as soon as that thing goes off, you're off the gas. So and it's then not and then you've got <clears throat> you know if if you start nose high or or you know nose low you can articulate with braking gas kind of feather it it didn't seem like you had to mess around too much there <laughs> no i mean I, you know lots of practice so you don't really because you really only get one chance to either bring the nose down or bring it up so you yeah if you can not a lot of corrections can yeah, be made you get, right you get like one chance and then you start to <laughs> fade out and yeah. end up in a big pile so what i'm curious like what your parents said you're like hey um <laughs> Tune in so I'm not at Wells then. Fargo anymore. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, it was uh, when my family came to X Games. That was a little more difficult. It's watching it live, you um, know, doing backflips and stuff. And they were just my mom didn't wasn't like that at all. So yeah, 
Um, couldn't enjoy all, herself. <laughs> all that stuff was done, you know, after the fact, after she knew I was okay before any of it got seen. So, um, yeah, I mean, they were always super supportive and, yeah. you know, it's just, I mean, I, my dad was a pilot. I was a pilot. I just didn't fly airplanes. I flew my snow. <laughs> 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 uh, good way to put it. Good yeah. way to put it. Put wings on this thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's great. That's great. What was uh what was that sled? That was um six hundred? That one was a six hundred, yeah, mod. Six hundred mod. mod, yeah. Yeah, and those were the cream of the crop back then, right? Yeah. IQs or whatever. IQ, yeah, IQ racer. Yeah. Crazy yeah, what it is awesome. now, right? Like these days. Yeah, they're on, honestly other than plastics, they're pretty much the same sled. Really? Yeah, they're a little longer now. The race sleds are a little longer, mm. but pretty much the same thing. The IQ itself. Yep. They still make an IQ? Oh, yeah. No yeah. shit. And that sled is just for snowcross. Snowcross. Yep. Okay. Snowcross, freestyle, you know, backcountry spring stuff. Yeah. So. Is that still probably the most popular unit? I mean, or, or is it just kind of bounce back and forth? You know, Skidoo was playing it. No, I mean, you know, Polaris, Articat, Skidoo, um, they're all you know, pretty popular market share wise. So mm -hmm. for that, but, for that sport anyway, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So then That's when right. you do that, you do the X games, <coughs> let's continue the story there. Yeah. So, um, that, yeah, I was pretty much, uh, you know, writing, writing my own ticket and, you know, flying all over the world. I was, you know, appearance fees and announcing and all kinds of stuff. And, trying to figure out what I was going to do once I got too old and beat up to do that. But um, it would have been, uh, let's see, uh, November of 2010, I was in uh, Wisconsin practicing at a buddy's compound, um, getting ready, ironically, for 2011's X Games when I crashed in practice and broke my back. And it was like we'd been there for a week or so, just, you know, nothing crazy or gnarly and i just got a little squirrely and hand slipped off the bars and i i took the handlebars in the chest and it the way the impact and how i landed i didn't even crash i just like folded over the bars and it dislocated my t5 out backwards and bruised my spinal cord and i remember you know landing and fell off and hit and i was like holy shit that knocked the wind out of me and i kind of just like trying to catch my breath just kind of rolled off the side of the sled as I came to a stop and then just immediately knew that something wasn't right. And, um, like it took a minute before anybody even came over to see what I was doing. Just cause they're like, get up. They're like, yeah. what's going on back there? And you've, you've cased it a million times. Yeah. Right? I've had you way, know. way gnarlier crashes and, yeah. you know, had the sled chase you and land on you and all kinds of different things. But, um, yeah, I, Justin Hoyer, the guy's place we were at, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, dude, I can't feel my legs. He's like, yeah, that's not fucking funny. I'm like, I'm not joking. Mm. Oh shit. Yeah, and it was just like, like immediately, then they knew, and you know, Got they're on, serious, the, on the phone with the, uh, you know, ambulance and life flight, and I ended up getting life flighted to St. Paul, and then uh, yeah, because you guys were probably out in the country, right? Yeah, we were in Ellsworth, Wisconsin, so we we're mm. we we're ways forty minutes from the city, so yeah, and I they bolted me back together, and and, I, and then I did. Uh, I was in the hospital there for two and a half weeks, three weeks, I guess. And then I went to Craig in Denver, did my rehab there. So 
I was supposed to be there for six months and they gave me the boot after three and a half weeks. Oh, <laughs> wow. yeah. Shocker. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> they're like Paul, Paul, we can't keep charging your insurance with you teaching classes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh okay. <laughs> so the, the whole time you kept your relationship with Monster? Or yeah, no, that it's it's funny because, um, you know, obviously my, you know, parents found out what happened and they were mm. flying in and um, Rodney, the uh, CEO or owner of Monster, Rodney and Hilton are the two gentlemen that started it. Um, he called my mom and he's like, Paul will never want for anything. We'll always take care of him. Mm. Oh, oh, what shit. a great. What a way to... Yeah, no, su- right. super cool. Like, obviously, I mean, I I knew uh, his daughter was my athlete manager for a lot of years at Monster, so you know, I knew Rodney, but I didn't. I don't, you know, I'm just an athlete. I'm not. Yeah, yeah know, one I'm, of the I'm, guys I'm having dinner at his house on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So that was that was cool. It, you know, he didn't have to do that. Yeah, what a reassuring wow. feeling for your yeah they, family too. They really, they really actually cared about you. Yeah, no, they've you know, I mean, obviously that was you know 2010, and here we are. What year is it? 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, I've, I've obviously continued to, to do my best to stay relevant in the industry. And, um, but in the same time, you know, they, I'm sure they could have found someone else that could also be relevant in the industry. And they've, they've definitely, and they're not the only one, you know, Polaris has been a big supporter from, mm-hmm. you know, since when, well, basically since I was a little kid. So, yeah. um, they've, they've done awesome and they, they do a lot for, you know, me personally and the, you know, the foundation stuff we do now. And, yeah. um, yeah. So I, basically all the sponsors I've, I had then I still have today. Wow. So wow. a couple exceptions, but yeah. that's amazing. When you look at this, the industry and the loyalty beyond the corporate world part, because those are huge corporations that have, for sure. Tons of money and things going on. You know, you think about corporate America, but there's still some like like grassroots, yeah. you know, yep. morals and ethics. It's just cool, man. Like I, I I never knew that about your situation. I you know, I I wondered that, but the fact that they stayed loyal to you and then you still even after the fact, like you said, stay relevant. You had to get creative, right? For sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, you had to rewrite the whole book on what you were doing, reinvent. dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And and I, I, I I'd done it before, so it wasn't like it was something yeah. you know new. I just was going to have to get creative, and obviously, I figured it out. So, yeah, and you clearly refuse to like let off the throttle when it comes <laughs> to something you want to do, right? Yeah, well, yeah, that's an understatement mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, it's like. Seems like based on everything you're telling us now, leading up to it, like you set your mind to something, it's happening. Yeah, I I have a, um, a some would call it a problem when I when I find something that I like to do. There's no like <laughs> hobby. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like it turned into how am I gonna go yeah. pro? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I want to do that with the probe. Like, how yeah. how can I get to the the absolute pinnacle of this specific <laughs> industry? Yeah, even it's, when you're teaching uh, physical therapy, yeah, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like if I if I can't become the best at it, I'll just keep working until I do. So, yeah. oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, let's take another quick break, and we'll come back and uh, get with a little trivia. How's your trivia game? Are you the best at that? 
How professional yeah, are you? I, I can hold. I can hold my own. Yeah, we'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> Tailored restoration, twenty-four hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since nineteen seventy-two. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bed Liners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers, custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. Like, from an inspirational perspective, you know? Like, I mean, it, you're you're in a really, really cool position. Um, not that you're not already inspirational, but just to share the story and, and the fact that, you know, you're living proof if you just don't, you don't want to give up, you can do what you want to do. Absolutely. You know? Oh, we're going to get into all that you're doing after that. Yeah. Oh, great. Just, Man. <laughs> you did not stop. That's 100% oh, for man. sure. It's like... Never, uh, it's cool because it gives you perspective on any time you want to give up on something or you're like, I don't think I'm going to pursue that anymore. It's like, but man, these other dudes or gals, they like had some fucking serious challenges and they're making it happen. So you don't have any excuses. Yep. You know, Ira? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was in rehab with Ira. You were? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, we were the there same at the same time. time. Do you yeah. do much hunting? I know you do the fishing I, big I, time. I don't. And I, and and mainly because of the fact that I used to when I was a kid. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I just got to the point where I really liked the hunting part. Mm. But then you shoot something and it becomes work. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I'm out. Yeah. I, I'm fair. Work man. enough. I don't, it, that part I just, yeah. I didn't find joy in that anymore. In that part. That's so, way fair, man. I mean, I'd rather, you know, I could, I'll go hike and, I mean, it, my folks had a ranch in Montana after they sold their air service and I'd go work on the ranch oh, in the cool. summers. Yeah. And, you know, in the falls I'd go deer hunt. Yeah. And it just became a contest to see how close I could get to the deer before they knew I was there. And a lot of times <laughs> it was pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. And I could just never, like, bring myself to, put anything down because i knew i had to dress it i'm like yeah. i don't want to do yeah. that well you know he's trying <laughs> to get really that fair. thing going over there yeah i think right it would by be, your neighborhood it would be there. great yeah i don't i think if i think it's put in party on yeah you two boys we'll come do all the work <laughs> just come hang out <laughs> yeah, I, that'd be I, awesome i'm not afraid to shoot shit so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i still want to clean it <laughs> all that clean <laughs> shit and I, now i don't really have to haul it so i guess that'd probably be better now but. i mean that is fair dude because it it can be like the trip of a lifetime until you take something down and then just the set of circumstances well, of getting it and recovering it and then like 
now you're dealing with maybe like some heat spoil because you got heat and then all of a sudden it's like what the fuck man this turned not that fun all of a sudden my my dad the first ever buck deer i shot little four corn buck we shot like it was like five miles up this draw and then i was like 14 <laughs> and we drug it out by the horns and I'm like, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever done. So in my life. hot. Like, I have a dirt awful. bike back there. Or like a it was awful. Yeah. The next one I shot and we loaded up in the back of the pickup. I'm like, this is a little, this yeah. is a little more yeah. my speed. That's what I'm talking about. Wench them up in the fucking yeah. shop when you get home. Yep. <laughs> All right, a little <laughs> trivia. A little yeah, Jack's trivia. Hit it. Huh? They've been working hard on this, t- on this too. No, well, we had an old Sorry. shitty, like, Trivia it, song and Jeopardy it. music. No, we'll get flagged. Yeah, yeah. It's like some know. copyright shit. Yeah, what a bunch of. This is sci-fi. Yeah. Sci-fi for yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very. I feel it. Yeah. I'm watching. I'm watching the Expanse again. I don't know if you watched that one. Expanse. Hey, your your like sci-fi geekiness is yeah. kind of next level. You have no. Well, idea. he goes all the way, man. Expa- yeah, he's he trying to be he a pro. He's, he's, a, he's a pro I geek. Mean, yeah, yeah, he's all. a pro geek. Guy. Yeah, yeah. He does a, he's a pro sci-fi. I, you, you, I don't. I don't do gap. much of my life half-ass. <laughs> all right, this should be a this should be an easy one, but we'll see. The Expanse. Oh man, that's not what's another name for a snow machine in Alaska? Am I supposed to answer this? I think we all are. Yeah, yeah you go Sled. first. I can give you a whole bunch. Skidoo. Okay. Sled. Sled. Snow go. Oh, Brandon got it right. What? Snow go. Those are all correct too. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are all correct too. But snow go was like snowmobile. Yeah. yeah, right. Man, you um, know, one time I my dad had this uh, old XCR that he was selling, and then this nice gentleman from Bethel flew into town, came looked at it, gave him cash, didn't write it. It it only had like eighteen hundred miles on it. And in the village, snow machines get like nine thousand miles on them. <laughs> so he was like, to him, that was brand new. And uh, man, the whole time he's looking at it, he kept calling it snow go, snow go, snow go, snow go. And I was like, oh my god, that's got to be just like the most original snow machine name ever. And I'll never forget. That's why I knew it was snow go, dude. Because those <laughs> the OGs they yep. use them for real transportation. Call them snow go. How many miles? Per year, does the average snow machiner ride? 400. Ooh, nationally? I was going to say 300. Like nationally or in Alaska? Jack's not here. Okay. How many miles per year does the average snow machiner no ride? No follow-up questions. We said snow machiner. We didn't say snowmobiler. Snowgoer? 400, Paul says. Emily says 300 and? Uh, 215. The average snowmobiler, snow machiner. Rides their snowmobile 1,402 oh miles my. per year that in would, North that America. That would make me the winner. It would. Yeah, you are the winner. <laughs> I'm not Holy even close, shit. but closer than you two Muppets. <laughs> no, shit. Well, that's, that's whack. Too, that's really low. I, I guess I'm just thinking about maybe the dude that just rides Turnigan a couple times a year and he only puts 18 miles. I'm not thinking about somebody that does Iron Dog. Or, or yeah, but in the States where there's just trails, trails forever, they yeah, put like 10,000 miles on in a year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, even here, as when you're a kid riding around, five thousand, you're going all over the place. Yeah, lots of miles. Don't yeah. Seriously, five thousand miles in a season one year. Two thousand fifteen. Okay. What right. percentage of snow machiners are women? Seventeen percent. That's, That's a good a number. Really good That's number. a really good number. <laughs> Twenty-one. 
<laughs> music is the music is music? better. On, it is man. better than dead air. It is, yeah. Ah oh, man, you guys, your numbers are. If so, I turn so it up, good. does it help you? Yes. It's like X Files oh, music. Right yeah. X Files. Sigourney. Man, that's better. Or not, yeah. no, what, not Sigourney. Mulder and Scully. Mulder and Scully. It's like Sigourney uh, together. Thirty-nine percent. That's a high number. Twelve percent. He's killing it, 14, man. you said? 17. 17, shit. Do you know uh, these stats from some random mm. fucking report you heard once? No. Just guess it, bro. Just, just, um, just a quick fact. Uh, why do Alaskans call it snow machine versus snowmobile like the rest of the world? Um, snow machine may have been a reference to the utilitarian nature of the machines in rural Alaska where they are a staple of winter transportation over long frozen distances. Snow machine isn't the only term used to describe the vehicles in rural Alaska. They're often referred to as snowgo or a snowgo, S-N-O or S-N-O-W. You know, the, the problem with that is that I used to always call them snow machines. And as soon as you leave the state, people are like, what do you You ride the thing that makes snow? Like, no. <laughs> it's a snowmobile. Oh, yeah. We call them snow machines. Wait, you ride the thing that makes... I'm like, okay. It's a, it's a fucking snow. It's a Liz Liz. Yeah, no, it's not going to work. And uh, did you know... Oh, hold on. One last question oh, and we'll yeah, get to yeah. do you know. Yeah. I'm going to um, drop it, dude. How fast did the first snowmobile go? Four <laughs> miles an hour. Oh, God damn it. That might be too fast. 30 miles an hour. There's a Briggs and Stratton. Totally guessing that. It went six and a half miles per hour. Polaris, Edgar and Allen Hetton or Heaton, and David Johnson of Rosewell, Minnesota, invented what we now know as the modern snowmobile in 1955 to 1956. But the early machines were really heavy, a thousand pounds or so, and slow, 20 miles per hour. Whoa. That's me, dog. Whoa. Um, this game is stupid. <laughs> But the music, the music, the music, though. Great. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand pound snow machine. Yeah, they're big. Yeah, yeah that sucker's Ste- gapping like six feet. Powered. <laughs> kerosene is kerosene powered. Wind and has a sail. <laughs> and did you know is brought to you by Anchor Town Dogs? Ooh, like it? I'd like that. A little plug there. Yeah. Thank We're going to start these new like segment plugs. Like, it's super awkward, not on time, but Daniel's hot dog stand's about to open, so I had to throw it out. Come get your dogs. Yeah, you like hot dogs? Who doesn't like hot dogs? I love dog? hot dogs. <laughs> Almost as much as sci-fi. <laughs> Tag those two things together. Ooh, sci-fi wow. and hot dogs. We call it sci-fi did you have Saturdays. A thing? Sci-fi like, Saturdays. Did you know? Um, Daniel just did it. Got it. Okay. Oh, that was the did you know? I <laughs> yeah, thought you were going right? to hit us I'm with like, something. what is it? No. <laughs> I said, and this did you know was brought to you by. Because he was like, did you know the first snow machine was 1,000 pounds with oh, 20 miles got an it. hour? Well, we'll we were on. all on the same page. Yeah, we'll I was waiting for a huge. I, th- I, I thought that was like those, yeah. the more you know, NBC commercials. We're working on it. you know, don't do drugs. It was like, we're going to do this later in the show. We're like, let's try it tonight. I'm like, Okay, <laughs> it's gonna get clunky. Uh, good <laughs> effort. Yeah. Good effort. Audio. Um, I want to get into Always your evolving. your uh, track rig. Oh, can you pull up a picture of that? Yes. Actually, I, I feel like oh, there's which, been many modifications one? or nope. Um, Pretty much it, box stock minus. Yeah, yep. from the beginning that was it. We're, yeah, we're talking about like the, the action uh, track chair. The action track chair. Pull up that orange one right there. That's new. Uh, oh, if you just get it painted or what? No, they're different chairs. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, different I have a chairs. Different ones, yeah. 
So this one right here we got on Instagram. Look at that, man. What are we doing carrying you up the chair, up the stairs, man? You should have brought that thing. <laughs> so <laughs> you got names for way? these things? I don't. No. I, I, um, so that one that you're showing right now, the, is that the green one? The green one just popped up, yeah. So that one actually stands up, which is kind of handy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah, you got to. Oh, that was that the one. one right. So when you're fishing, I right I can. There. I once in a while I stand up. Usually it's too much of a pain in the ass, but I it's good for to stand when you've been sitting all day. You just yeah. pop it up for a few oh, minutes. Sure. But um, and then I have a smaller version down south that's actually like it's about the same footprint as a power wheelchair, like so you can go through doors and I mean I taking it to Cabela's into the movies and stuff like that. But yeah, they're pretty, uh, pretty much a game changer. As far as independence goes, I can load that one up and get out on the river. Well, lots of places now that we've found over the years by myself, which is pretty handy. It's definitely good for the, uh, your mental health, not yeah. going completely batshit insane. Yeah. What, what's yeah, it no get shit. hung up on? If anything, uh, I mean, you can get it high centered. I, you know, you kind of got to be a little bit careful, but they're pretty. You know, they're they're pretty gnarly. They, have you ever gotten into a pickle? I have gotten into a pickle <laughs> a few times. I've gotten it wet before. Had to, you know, get helicoptered in some tools, and when I mean helicopter, I just had my mom drive them up Hatcher Pass to where they're fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, parts, I mean, once in a while, you know, they, and, and as I use them more, I know that like the, the rear idler wheels tend to, you know, wear out. So I mm. you know run them for a couple of years and then swap them out to make sure the bearings don't go bad on the side of a river and stuff like that. But, um, usually when I, the spots I go by myself are pretty mellow. If we get into gnarlier stuff, I've usually got somebody with, so. Yeah. Cool. What's that thing weigh? Uh, the average is it's about the four, orange one. Uh, that one's about 350 pounds and the bigger one's about 450 yeah so i mean it's not gonna tip over yeah anything like that they're they're planted so you have them yeah, you have a few and they're spread out so like when you said down in the states like yeah, you have one in my trailer down there i've got one and then i've got one up here cool so, so who do you have like a, um <clears throat> uh like a, a specific manufacturer that builds those like did did they reach out to you? Did you? Yeah, action manu action manufacturing. They're okay. based out of Minnesota. Builds them. Okay. Um, and I I've, I've worked with them for quite a few years now. They they used to when they started doing uh, um, the adaptive sports at X Games. They'd mm -hmm. send out a few chairs so the guys could use them. And then I started working with them, put a program together as far as you know social media and reach and what kind of stuff they wanted exposure with. And then we've started we've worked together for. I don't know, decade or so. So, are they getting better and better? Yeah, they've got different chairs with you know suspension and different uh, axles and all kinds of stuff. In fact, I was supposed to have a call with those guys. We're working on getting new chairs for this summer, um, but I, the meeting wouldn't let me join, and we haven't rescheduled yet. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's definitely improvement. I mean, they, you know, they right now they run like two diesel truck like car batteries. Yeah, okay. I was going to ask you about that. But they do have lipo stuff. The problem with lipo is that it's so... What's that? Um, 
lithium polymer batteries. Oh, okay. That's what electric cars run on. Gotcha, they, gotcha. They tend to catch on fire spontaneously occasionally. Oh, which is, yeah. Uh, which You've been is through not, that, bro. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> which is not when you're, when you're strapped in that thing. Hit you the ejection to button be. in that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Has it got the turbo button, though? That one does not, no, unfortunately. <laughs> no no NOS on I, that I bitch? I think I, yeah. I have the turbo button still somewhere, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, my God. You should throw it on yeah. there, <laughs> What's the, the top box? speed of that, that bad boy? Uh, they, they're like four and a half, five mile an hour. Do you find yourself like leaning forward? No, <laughs> no. no I see a little I, ramp here, just like uh, I don't need. I know where I'm going. I don't need to get there fast. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, develop some patience. You have. Yeah. <laughs> That's great that they have those those um those rigs for you guys. Does Ira have one of those? He he does now. He so does he, right. He got now? one from someone here. Not. Too I think long he's, ago. he took it out like on his side by side and yeah, shit. Po- quite possibly. Pretty yeah. sure I saw that he has one. I want to say he was talking about, like, he was in the process of getting something like that. Yeah. Do you got a side-by-side or something that you I, take I, out? I don't. I, I mean, it gets to the point where I'm like, how much shit do I need? Yeah. I was going to ask, sure. how many sleds do you I have? I don't like? have enough time to, I only have one sled at the moment. I've sold all the other ones. Mm. So. Wow. That one's for sale, too. No. So. You're done? No. Oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I get new like, ones. I get new ones every year. So. I see. Okay. Do you um, what like do you do you get to ride much? I mean, as far as pleasure riding, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I put. Oh, I don't know. I probably put between. Up you mean six hundred, seven hundred miles <laughs> on seven hundred fifty miles on this year? Oh, most, that's cool. Most wow. really down good. South, yeah, that's good riding. I didn't. I didn't have a sled up here this year because of you know it was. COVID and stuff and supply chains, it was, I, I just didn't, everything that I got ended up down in the lower 48. So Yeah. But Is that the latest rig there, the red one? Yeah, that's the, the red on the bottom picture there. Yeah. yeah that's fine. It's nice. My, my slit. So. It's nice. Oh, they put a little like back thing, like a. Yeah, we had a, actually, um, sheet metal fabricators built the seat for me. So it's got a. It's it's a, like a regular stock seat and a two up seat kind of married together with a okay. aluminum okay. frame. So yeah. you work with them every year and they mod it like for you, y- essentially. Yeah, I mean the seat I I keep year to year. Yeah, cool. So okay, it transfers just, over. Yeah. yeah. So I mean I, I don't know if you guys already touched on this while I was gone, but like you have a foundation, right? Like you kind of oh, breezed. Yeah. Oh, over we haven't that. talked about perfect, perfect segue. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So when I first got hurt. And obviously went through the recovery process um, at about the same time. The powers that be in the military wanted to ban energy drinks on base, and the uh, what um, the hell is that? Well, they they basically were blaming the excess caffeine on why guys weren't recovering faster from PTS. So they were just mm. going to nix it. Mm. Anyway, the. You know, it was actually Monster and Rockstar that went to Congress and whatnot. Wow. And they're like, hey, let's, why don't we work together and figure out what we can do to help the recovery process? Because obviously, if you drink a pot of coffee before you try to go to bed, you're not going to sleep any better than if you drink a couple monsters. Like, it's the same shit, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so what they found was that um, in the research, as far as like stick and ball sports, that action sports and our veterans, um, what happened like neuropathways and synapses and all that stuff that's way above my pay grade were the most alike. Um, I'm sure it has something to do with the 
adrenaline part of, you know, the first time, and I, I say this speech at all of my, you know, veteran retreats, you know, the first time you got shot at in combat, you probably peed a little. And the first time I ever did a backflip on a sled, it was pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. And the 200th time, you're probably just, it didn't really bog you, and you're just happy that, you know, you walked away. Yeah. And same with backflip and sleds, like you did, okay, I just did 20, let's do 20 more, it was no big deal. Um, anyway, so while I'm, I, you know, Monster got together with some of the athletes that had been through traumatic experiences and wanted us to just tell our story of, you know, what happened, recovery, what we were doing now, quality of life, all that stuff. And while I was, I actually, the, the film crew flew up to Alaska and I, I did the interview out at the Native Heritage Center. And while I was doing it, it just was like kind of dawned on me that I had this opportunity to, you know, potentially relate on a level that you know the psychiatrist that's just writing scripts across the table might not be able to Mm. um granted we ended up in the situation in vastly different ways but feelings aren't any different the result isn't any different so yeah the next year i i started a small nonprofit and do uh like i did one event for the next couple years and uh, I just got back from doing my fifth snowmobile event for this year, and we'll do side-by-side stuff, uh, take guys fly fishing, um, rent the RC track, get them down there for vet night and get them behind the you know the wheel with the, some RC cars. Basically, all the things that I love to do and am passionate about, I just get an opportunity to share with the veteran community and, you know, helping to build, you know, peer groups. I mean, these guys, it's just... It, it's it's absolutely amazing that you know these guys go and fight and and die and get blown up for their country and they come home and it's like hey peace thanks for helping out yeah it's wild it's absolutely wild and it's it's tragic so you know it it's just one little thing that you know i've been able to put together to help give back and be like hey you know we appreciate whether you feel that way or not we do and we're gonna try and show a little bit of that and it's it's not only has it obviously been a raging success which is awesome you know it's it's incredibly humbling and yeah. such a cool thing to be it's a part feel of great. but it's spawned other groups and other foundations to pop up and do similar stuff and um yeah it's a it's a pretty powerful thing when you know you have wives thanking you for giving husbands back and mm. stuff like that it's just oh, dude, yeah. that's yeah. amazing bro. I, you know when guys are like I don't know. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for this. I mean, that's pretty powerful shit. Yeah. What's yeah, it called? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's so it's the Paul Thacker Spinal Cord Recovery Foundation is what the long form name is, and we just call it PT Eleven. PT Eleven. The, the Paul Thacker. Paul, Th- Paul, Th- Paul Thacker Spinal Cord Recovery Foundation. So we're kind of in process of. I'm going to change the name, and we're changing the because uh, it all was originally developed as kind of a a byproduct of helping my recovery process Mm -hmm. and that never came to fruition i'm like no no we're gonna do this this is a way to do so um expands it way further well and it's just a better like it's just what we should be doing right yeah there you go um yeah and now we're working on like bylaws and changing some stuff up so we can you know get it exactly what it is instead of just what it was supposed to be but what we're doing <laughs> yeah it's yeah, been really cool so. to see like your social media and errands when you guys are going and doing these veteran rides you know and it's fun to like follow along and i'm just like god that's so cool and like yeah it's it's a it's quite an experience and i've now you know i've i've 
built a program to where basically all the volunteers that come and help are all guys that have been through the program that are all veterans. Yeah. They just um, want to be involved. That want to be involved. And, you know, it's, and I, you know, lodges I work with that are doing their things on their own. And so it's, it's been, uh, and obviously Monster is a huge contributor to that. Oh yeah. You know, Polaris as well. Straight line performance is a big one. Fly racing. Um, those are like the big, um, even, uh, uh, AK Frost helps out quite a bit. Oh, oh yeah. Those guys yeah. are awesome. Yeah. That's cool. They're really, really cool. Easy to work with. Yeah. So. Oh. Move it, move it. it um, before we close it out, I know your latest um, thing is at RC. Yeah. Which, like, <laughs> every man and child in the world is down with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so. I'm telling you, man, my kids. <laughs> I listen, I know lots of grown ass motherfuckers that are. <laughs> Right. do it like you see it and you cannot stop you cannot not stop and be like oh let me see this guy let me yeah let me try let me try let me try how you do that let me try that well so there's <laughs> I, I did it as when i was a kid and i was like i wanted i wanted to go to nationals like that was the big thing obviously and and shocker anyway they you know we used to finish the season with a big race at the fair and i still have excuse me, a couple trophies, like my third place trophy from the Alaska State Fair, two-wheel drive mod buggy. That was like my claim to fame in yeah. RC racing. But they'd only give two spots for nationals. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't get to go. Well, now as I'm older and I don't really need to be beating the shit You're out like, of myself. Like, fuck those anymore. kids, I'm <laughs> in. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've, I'm full into it. Like it's, um, a buddy of mine called me up, love, was I guess it was January of last year. And he's like, Hey, we race carpet touring cars downtown. You should come check it out. Yeah. That was like the worst phone call I could have gotten. Oh my God. <laughs> so you want me to do what? Yeah. So I started doing that and you know, it took a little while to get back in the groove and you know, now I'm packing up and heading South and racing with a thousand other people in Vegas in two weeks. So, that so really, funny. Wow. Is that, is that really like, is a that a worldwide? Fashion? Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, there's, it it's it's a a giant industry i mean it's a oh, it's yeah. got to be a, a oh, five fuck. six billion dollar a year industry it's is your car industry. a little monster car pull it up no. man he's got oh, it on there you don't get if, if you want to be on the car you got to be you got to be sponsoring it like <laughs> there you go. i mean I wear, go. I wear the monster hoodie in the hat <laughs> it's versa yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're not gonna write a bigger bigger check yeah. to get on the car oh, you're sending that thing yeah there's it's pretty oh sweet. yeah <laughs> um but you yeah it's go geek on it's that pretty, huh? oh, oh man dude, it's a rabbit hole you just, <laughs> i'd be best if you just never even looked into it <laughs> don't look into it it, it seems like a fad like guys get into it and then you know they think about three or four grand and they're like okay man this is getting really fucking expensive no nah, because then you just sink another three or four there are oh, a, a fairer number there's a hell of a lot more guys that make a living racing rc cars than there are racing snowmobiles like what that's really for sure. <laughs> what what absolutely <laughs> yeah and i mean you know these guys are making a hundred percent are you gonna? Did you? Well, I don't know. Is this your? Is this a video of your car? Did you just do a whip, dude? Yeah, yeah. On yeah. purpose. Oh god, yeah. you uh, heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Okay, I was oh, like, that dude, looks this, like a dirt bike whip, stuff, dude. 
get yourself on YouTube and go down that rabbit hole. Jesus. Oh, my Jesus. God. Guys do it. You cars. did a whip, dude. Oh, no. That's not even a good one. I, some of my buddies. I mean, I just still noticed it. Like, full on upside down. It's wild. I think Brando's getting turned on over here. I know. Right? You got half chub going six, over six there. Six to midnight. <laughs> it moved. It moved. Well, it's one of those things that I, every single boy in, his, in the world probably yeah. got into as a kid. Yep. And then, you know. Yeah. Now you can be professional. Man, I'm not even going to tell my kids that. How, how do you see the car? Like, are you on, like, a like a, a scissor lift or something? Or, like, you up on an elevated okay, position? Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah good there's a, a stand, driver's stand. Uh, oh, okay. So, yeah, you're up elevated above the track. So you can so. see your car. Yeah. And, I mean, damn. Yeah, I'm very curious to um, watch through your socials how oh, this Vegas <laughs> plays well, you out. Can, you can actually watch Stream live. the Vegas White sure. race. Yeah. Okay. Is it on ESPN the Ocho? Or what? <laughs> it is uh, uh, li- live RC. Live, R- oh, yeah, shit. live RC. Yeah. Starting next Streaming yeah, next streaming Wednesday. app. I'll have one TV up with NHL and then one, another <laughs> TV up with yeah, Paul. It is. It is uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's super fun. Thacker, what's your car called, dude? Like, it's, what's your race car? Your one car? What's that thing? Well, like? I don't have just one race car. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you idiots. I mean, uh, <laughs> several. Oh, okay, this video, I'm seeing the you, same. Is it got a number? Car. Is it still 11? Um, you've got transponder, so you don't okay. really. There's um, not, okay. I do have a, a carpet indoor car that's got 11 on it. Yeah. yeah. So, and I've got the PT11, you know, I've got the little handicapped snowmobile guy. Oh, on the sticker. Oh, okay. Love it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, pretty. It's super fun, and it hurts a whole lot less when I crash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just get another yeah, car out of the box just, and just go <laughs> some parts and away instead of you don't got to have a nine, 90 foot trailer with like no. nine sleds in it. Although I did, I did buy a sixteen foot RC trailer. So uh, <laughs> work benches and shit. Yeah, yeah. Multiple set. Oh yeah, a little mini track in there. Oh man, the full full wrap on the outside and everything. No, that we haven't gotten to that point yet. But we've talked about. Oh man, you're gonna have to. I had no idea it was that big. Well, I was noticing your Hacker race trailer from the 300 foot jump. Yeah, and I know how like the snow machine race bros like they got that fucking F350 power stroke wrapped with the trailer wrapped and. Well, I have I have a 40 foot diesel pusher. Okay. Instead of the truck, I used to have a truck, and then the, the, I, is I it all wrapped up? Yeah, sick. I'm 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 thinking I'm gonna probably sell it, but I don't, I don't really use it all that much anymore. So yeah, well, that's cool that you you got another thing that you're just so yeah, passionate about. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> yeah, it's just, is that gonna be? Oh, never mind. I can't wait. To is see it gonna where be the goes. last one? <laughs> never. Never. We'll see, right? Never. <laughs> I don't have any idea. Never. I could. I wish I could answer that question. Yeah. Are, are you into the RC aircraft? I have airplanes, helicopters, boats, you name it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not surprised. Float planes are the best. I love the float. They got something good oh, that goes what? on snow. Oh Little yeah, ski? I have a ski ride snow machine, oh, yeah. seven scale. <laughs> Looks just like my really Polaris. Yeah, cool. Just straight rips. monsters everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I even have a wrap for it. I just haven't had time to put it all together. <laughs> So, so deep, dude, so deep in the game. I mean, yeah. hella, dude. Committed. There is no. He's like, uh, he's out, like stuck in there this, now. You see this like thirty-year-old outside facade, but really, I'm like sixteen. Uh huh. No, you're not buying. You're not buying the thirty-year-old. <laughs> yes, what? I am. What is Thirty-two-ish. Paul, end us with maybe some advice for um, other adventure seekers, such as yourself. Oh boy! Well, I you know it's funny because um, um, 
I was kind of asked this question a little bit last night about how you like separate, you know, if you do something that you love for work, how do you maintain to, you know, to continue to love it? And that it's kind of a hard thing to do because, you know, I mean, obviously I was an avid snowmobiler, snow machiner, and then I, once it became your job, it's a little different animal. Mm. It's not quite as much fun, but I, the, I you know, I kind of would give the same advice, you know, that I gave those guys yesterday and just I, anything that I've ever found that I enjoy, I kind of just fall in love with it. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no, I kind of like to do it. It's like, if I'm going to do it, it's because I love to do it. If I can make a living doing it, then it's because I love to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's full conviction. Uh, and, and I mean, you, you, now I have, I just keep adding things that I love to do. So, you know, you, at first it was, you know, it was hockey. It's all I wanted to do. And then, you know, I started riding sleds again and it was that, and all those things I still love just the same. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a, that what's the cliche, you know, find something or do something you love for a living. You'll never work a day in your life. It's honest to God truth. If you can find, and it, the, I guess the, the second part of that would be to not be afraid to just go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, well I mean, said. well said my, I had, when I was thinking about quitting Wells Fargo and going to, you know, be a stunt double and ride sleds full time. Yeah. I was like, imagine if you said no, I, I'd be miserable for starters. I'd be rich mm-hmm. as shit, Yeah, but yeah. I'd be miserable. And the, the gentleman that at the time, he's like the, the best advice I could ever, I'll ever give or I could ever give you is that if you're going to do something, just all in, you can't, you can't like stick a toe in the deep end. You got to just go yeah. for it. Cannonball. 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 Well, yeah. Cause I mean, you had a good thing going there. At for sure. Go and, and that's a huge risk, right? Cause you don't know what the future holds and hundred percent. But what's really cool is that you decided at that point, like your your story was going to change drastically, from like a cliche American, yeah, because you know, he chose all the white collar. Fucking took the chance. Yeah, you still balance sure. a good checkbook. Or? I do all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make yeah. as I don't make as I, you know I don't know as good as I used to, but. <laughs> I do all right. Y'all still write I checks? Let, yeah. Let's yeah. check. Wait, you don't? What? Checks, man. Of course. I wasn't very good with the checkbook. Let me get a debit card. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, thanks for coming in, man. We appreciate you taking Absolutely. the time to come out here and uh, tell us about your story and all the things you got going on and, and the passion that still is like seeping out of you for for <laughs> all the things you love to do <laughs> and for life, life and just, just showing that there's no excuse to not get after it. Um, so thank you for coming in and thank appreciate you for sharing your, your time with us. Yeah, thanks appreciate for having that. me. Yeah, and I have no doubt that your passion and love will translate into being an amazing father so congratulations well, thank you, you. Yeah. on that one absolutely mm, whole new passion yeah yeah i gotta get all this fun stuff out of the way that's about ready to end real quick oh no the fun's gonna start no no uh, the fun i'm having now yeah 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 is going to change dra- we're, we're yeah. in for the the biggest change i would imagine so yeah it just the fun just turns into a different kind of fun sure i think yeah. it starts no, I'm, over i'm looking for absolutely yeah. looking forward to it no i mean we and i were talking about it today as a matter of fact how it's just, you know, we're, if, you know, you're pretty apprehensive in the beginning, but now we're mm-hmm. like, the train's oh, yeah. left station. It'll be one of the greatest things that 
I, that, that happened in your life. 100% agree. I'm yeah. very much looking forward to it. So Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, congrats to all your success. Thanks. Um, Appreciate it. Everything you're doing for your foundation and being an inspiration, man. Thanks, guys. I Great work, Paul. Yep. Great work. Thank you, Alaska. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Paul, Emily, Brandon, for coming out tonight. Appreciate you all. Um, and as always, stay wild. You remember my <laughs> speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. The Alaska Chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. Enemy, and it is unmanly to say they cannot do it.